At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. James, I think we're rolling, bro. All right, man. Good. Let's get this. There we go. Now I can, I can hear you. Uh, James is back, everybody. <laughs> In case you're wondering what happened to him the last few episodes, he is back. I never left. <laughs> but Well, I mean, I left your house. Oh, okay. Well, he didn't go too far. But James brought us some treats tonight. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I was gifted this, so I feel like the right move would be to gift it again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's a re-gifter. A gifter gifter. I mean, like, I like, let me say, I guess, like, I would like someone else to also enjoy it as well. So, I mean, I got it by Pat, and he was on the podcast already. Shout out. Shout to, out to right? Big Pat. Yeah, so. Uh, this is the first time you ever had it, right? Yeah, first time I've had this. Uh, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. What, what is it? A scotch? Yep. Glig Morganje? Glimmerangi. <laughs> Glimmerangi, for those who can read. Um, um, start with a little bit and then just see what you like. See if you like it. And this is just like a like a, a real sip. Yeah. So for backgrounds, I'm for yeah for people not watching or people just <laughs> listening. Just never had a lot of scotch, so I've always been more of a whiskey bourbon guy. Let me smell that. Um. So Pat's a big scotch drinker, right? Yeah. Reese more recently is like he was. He's that guy that was is telling me the difference. Like when we say he's that guy. He he was telling me the difference between like where they are made, what the differences are, and some of them last was a couple good. weeks ago. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, um, so help yourself with whatever you like. Um, to I guess how they're made based on the area, meaning like the ingredients are obviously different. And, like he had Lagavulin, so we had some of that, and then that's really expensive, with, right? I mean, they're all pretty. I mean, well, yeah, not all Scots is expensive. Like you could go get. Like how much is Buffalo Trace? Thirty ish. Thirty. Usually. So like we in the when we were in the car earlier, I looked at like the model. Is is that the seven fifty? No later. I'm assuming it's a fifth. Yeah. It looks so like yeah, that one was like forty bucks or something like that. So I mean, it's so not, that's it's pretty. Not, it's not too bad. Probably pretty reasonable for it. Yeah, I mean, like we were like I said, we were, when we were in the car earlier, I looked at and it was like <laughs> one of them was eight hundred dollars. For uh, what it was, 1996 bottle, yeah. But so I mean, obviously, I, maybe that's true for anything. But I, I feel like some of them are, yeah, like a little more, um, more expensive than actually you get. So, well, but, I mean, the, the older it is, obviously, the better it is. I want my snag there. Oh, <laughs> I once read an article that after you graduate college, if you're drinking anything that's less than 12 years of age, as far as scotch and whiskeys and stuff, that. You've not grown up yet. <laughs> oh, okay. brother! I'm finally uh, drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe think. Oh, okay. So maybe I should start spending a little of money. 
so money on it's it's good to enjoy the, like the nicer things and like this is one of those where you know you, you, i'm sure you've had whiskey where you've been like okay that's good like, mm-hmm. like buffalo trace is really good but you know and i'm not an expert at any of this but you know what tastes good like you know yeah i've that's like when some, you go to let me, let me let me finish this candy bar before I move on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. So like the scotch, like this tastes really good to me. Like I could drink it neat as it is is right now. For sure. But I think that tastes good. Now if I were to do this with I don't know something like rubbing alcohol, vodka, <laughs> same thing to me. I I can't ever do you know I can't do that. Or I know some people can that can. Mm-hmm. If I had it in a mixed drink and I didn't taste a lot of it, yeah, I'd probably like it. But Buffalo Trace, I could drink neat mm-hmm. and. You know, not drinking like it's iced tea, but you know, it's it's uh, it tastes good. So, like to me, it does. But it's like with wine. Like when someone's like, "Oh, what kind of wine do you like?" Well, I, there's so many that I can say like, "Well, red or white." I know those are, those are two I know exist. <laughs> no, like you know, I, between like a really dry one or like a white one or like a really sweet one. Like you know, Sarah and I drank a lot of sweet wine for a while. Like Oliver, yeah. there's that that cheap one. At Kroger, that we I were buying it for a while. I remember that one. And like we went through a phase where we just drank sweet wine and you know try new stuff. So like I like what tastes good, and this tastes good. Yeah, to me. I mean I agree 100 percent with you. And you know we we touched on it earlier today that uh, we've been mer- moving furniture all day and driving around town. In case anybody was wondering how our Saturday <laughs> went after our workout, but uh, you know I'm not a foodie or anything, and mm-hmm. this kind of kind of comes back home is what I'm trying to say. I've been watching Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, I love, yeah, I love on HBO, Match, part, or HBO Max, Parts Unknown. And I th- I guess he's a foodie. Or he, yeah. He, is his background that he's a chef? Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he's talking about the foods and drinking and eating and, you know, all the random places he's visiting. And to me, you know, he, he's, man, this is most delicious I've ever had. And, you know, I don't know. I, we were, you know, he's talking about satisfying as far as a glass of scotch mm-hmm. or – uh, the best steak you've ever had, or some fish, or I don't know, he ate up some calamari, and but he, he said somehow how good it was and better. And I was just like, for me, it's just, like, it's just food, you know. Yeah. But I guess I'm just not a foodie. Yeah, I mean, but I just maybe, never had maybe that. You're, you, you know, it's one of those. Maybe you say you're not a foodie, as in like the, you know, when I think of foodie as someone that's like they they always want to go try something new. Or mm-hmm. I always think for some reason I always think of like foodie as in like Instagram. Someone's really into like food as. It just it tastes good, right? Right. But I also like the experience of going to a restaurant and trying something new. I like going and trying this type of food, or I like traveling. But it's not just about the food; it's going about the experience. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the way I think a lot of people see it. So I mean, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. You like you like the good food, yeah. But it, it's not like you're traveling across the country to go to this new restaurant, yeah. or hey, I gotta go try. So like when there's a guy like Anthony Bourdain, I'm. I'm just rambling right now. So no, that's fine. Tell me, no, tell me no, because I'm, I'm, I'm no, because it's level, a, but. no, because it's that's what I'm trying to say is that he seems to get a lot of satisfaction just right. to go to these random places and get that food, and it that's his thing as far as you know, like if we were to hit a a big lift or something, and, right? You know, and that's what we get, I guess, our high on. Mm-hmm. But I just never been that type of person with food and drinks, mm-hmm. and but I mean, I I like them. I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. I would love to go to good yeah, restaurants yeah. and stuff, but. It's like I mean, we talked about it in the car also. I and mean, we were talking about how like paying a lot of money for a like a a couple grand bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for me, maybe that's right, you know, more realistically, you're like right now, <laughs> that would be not something high on my list. When someone was like, All right, if I were to give you a thousand dollars, hey, get that stimmy check, what are you gonna buy? <laughs> I don't even know if this would be on a list. It would be like nah, maybe 
a have thirty dollar bucks left over. Yeah. Okay, I'll get a bottle of scotch, but I wouldn't say I'm gonna go out and drop a thousand dollars on a bottle of scotch. Nah. I'd be afraid to drink it. I'd also probably put it behind glass or just, something cool. Just protect I mean, it. Like, it'd be one of those like, um, yeah, you got a thousand dollar bottle of scotch back there. <laughs> where is it? I don't look at it. I don't even want. Don't look at it because <laughs> don't even. <laughs> I don't want no one to know where it is. No, no <laughs> but, I mean talking about my, my boy Joe. He had that. Uh, I don't know if it was you and I were talking about this or maybe Lance or. But anyway, Justin Wren. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was you and I talking about this, but he runs the Fight for Forgotten where they do something in the, uh, the jungle. To, uh, pygmies? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Africa, and I think there's another organization. But yeah, the Fight for the Forgotten or Remember the Forgotten. Yeah, that, that's what his foundation is, but I can't remember exactly what they do, but it's a, it's a good foundation. It's something yeah, about the pygmies I, and the jungles. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know exactly the details of it, and it was, that's one of those, like, I... I'm I'm familiar with, but I just don't know See, what the, where right the money there, goes, what it goes to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I it's on his like hey on Joe's advertisement is what you're saying. Yeah, right? yeah. Sometimes well, and he actually had the guy on one of his podcasts. Right, too, he's but, been on a couple of them. I thought. Yeah, but, he's pretty popular. I think mm-hmm. he used to fight. Maybe he's, he was in MMA. Yeah, fighter, so I think that's why they're bros. But hey, Rocky, stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, Rocky. yeah, I know what you're talking. No, about. Yeah, but yeah. what I was going with there is that last time he had him on. Um. He was doing an event with Buffalo Trace mm-hmm. where, you know, it's a raffle. You pay, I think, I, I actually did it as $10 for X amount of tickets or 20 bucks. I forgot what he put in, but you get a, th- a, a tour of Buffalo Trace's distillery and you oh, get okay, a stay. Man. Yeah, okay, you get a night stay in their new lodge and then they do a free testing or, you know, you hang out with all your boys to go there or something. But anyway, what I was getting at was that he brought Joe a – a barrel or like four bottles different of different Buffalo Trace mm-hmm. brands which, or like drinks different, uh, or different types of uh, the yeah I guess the others are older whatever. ones might be I, I don't even know how they make whiskey I'm so dumb with it smoked in a barrel aged in a barrel right <laughs> smoked in a barrel always <laughs> smoking they, meat they always say it's a smoky taste right mm-hmm. or, yeah. but anyway Joe was he did a taste test with Joe and he said you know if you like this bottle better than X bottle or A bottle right you know you'll get we'll put your logo on it mm-hmm. and make it your own little Joe Rogan brand. Like, like I, a CBD with a uh, yeah. cliff, right? So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was just, I, this, they all taste the same. I don't really yeah. know what's good and what's not. And I think the other guy, Justin, really didn't know how to, he, I think he was trying to help, but he gave him a little notebook yeah. to write down <laughs> his thoughts. But I would have been the same way. Is this what I was trying to say? So, mm. Well, I mean, I guess some of my really taste that's, oh God, that's it's rough. Terrible. Or, yeah. I think there's very few. But, maybe you're maybe I'm picking. We're picking on the same thing. Is that there's very few things I could drink neat. Like there's very there, like tequila. No vodka. God no. Uh, there's very few things. Like there's certain bourbons. Like my brother. While goes playing, we we're playing Apex the other night. We we're talking for a little while, and he and he really likes Bullet. And that's just one of those, his taste is that he just really likes Bullet. He hasn't had Buffalo Trace. So I wasn't, you know, saying like, oh, by the way, you get rid of that trash, right? But I was like, hey, you should try it if you like Bullet. I think you'd like this too. So, it, you know, but for me, I've had Bullet before, but I like Buffalo Trace better. Not that Bullet's bad. No. Um, you know, but there's, you know, you, once you start having better things, like better versions of things, like a, a top level scotch, mm-hmm. or I'm not saying these are the best out there. I'm sure there is. But like I've had... You've had good whiskey and you've had bad whiskey. I sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like house or whatever they're pouring, yeah. right? I've they're had like, real terrible whiskey. Before. So 
You know, they didn't, so, you know, it's not just as if, like, I'm going to take house whiskey and I'd sip on that. I'd probably be, it's more in a shot in that case. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. a different, that's a different thing. But being able to sit there and enjoy something that's really nice is, is where, is where I'm, I guess, where. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point because, you know, when we were going to Sharky's mm-hmm. or, I guess, we're, anytime we went out, right. like, all the boys went out together or whatever, if we said shots, I would, I, when I ordered, I would always say house because we're about to shoot this. For sure. <laughs> I'm not it's, going to spend. It's just passing the lips, man. Yeah, it's just getting there. You know, $20 a shot. I mean, I'm not cheap by anything, but I was like, we're just shooting this shit. Right. I'm not going to yeah, go crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, give me your house, <laughs> which is usually Evan Williams, I think, around here. Could be wrong on that. I know, I know it comes in a plastic bottle, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but I guess right back to your Sam, like, you know, bringing those multiple versions and, and if you're someone that has had a wide variety, you could probably say like, Hey, I, I can tell the difference, yeah. but for someone, regular guys like us, you know, like, Oh, I like that. It tastes good. Uh-huh. Or like being the foodie, right? You know, I think this food tastes good, but I'm not necessarily driving down to New Orleans to go to this you know, Cajun festival that only has this specific type of food and, you know, that's a big deal for you. But if you're into scotch and whiskey and you want to go to the place that where they make it and then like, yeah. man, I can really tell the difference. I mean, yeah, that's, that's more of like a, yeah, like if that's what you're into. That's what you're into. If you want yeah. to spend a thousand dollars on a bottle of scotch and, and every time you drink it, you're having the, you know, it's the cat's pajamas. You're, you're having a good day. That's yeah. Well, you know, you know kind of what we touched on earlier that, you know, if you're making a, a six figure plus salary, right. you know, and you go buy, I don't know, a couple hundred dollar bottle of anything you want, wine, scotch, mm-hmm. you know, it's just you, like you say, ashtray money. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, for someone like, you know, me, I mean, I'm not going to talk for you, but, you know, it's just, I think I have to spend $300 on that, right? I am in the same boat. Yeah. yeah well, I think we're both in the same boat. Yeah. So it's just, you know, that's cool and all, but maybe, maybe one time, right. you know, for a big occasion, right. anniversary, whatever. But, just right on a regular, negative. I would be. I'd be more. I'd be more likely to try if this is the case of like, hey, this is a airplane bottle of what this is. Mm-hmm. This is the original bottle. Let's say it was this bottle right here. Okay, which is what the fifth or seven. Uh, yeah, I think seven fifty is a fifth. Seven fifty. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So if they were like a fifth of this is a hundred dollars, I'd be like, okay. I don't drink a lot. Hundred dollars is a lot for me if I were to buy something. So mm-hmm. like a, a bottle of. Uh, like scotch or alcohol anyways uh i would say i would rather buy a small version okay maybe it's what if it's 10 bucks okay all right sure. 10 bucks i like that shot but i'd be more likely to be like i'm gonna spend 10 dollars on that even i know it's just a little shot but i could at least taste it and be like okay this is really good compared to i'm buying a hundred dollar bottle <laughs> fully invested if that yeah. makes sense so but yeah i agree with you you know if that's it's all yeah i guess it's all relative right you know if you're if you're Bill Gates and you know I guess you don't it's like when was the last time he probably saw a dollar bill or a five dollar (laughs) bill right what the hell's that he probably doesn't even carry a wallet around or anything like that but um, I wonder if it, whenever he goes to places, just because of people knowing who he is, they automatically just say, "Nah, don't worry about it." Or, Even though or it's like you know, I have a, you know, I own majority of the money that exists in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but well, he's probably got people who uh, just take care of that stuff for him. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's a uh, a lifestyle that I will never know anything about and can't even comprehend. Mm, you don't, you're not inventing the next like, Microsoft. No. no, I don't. No, I mean, I get. I'm, it's, never say never. Uh, there's still time. I mean, <laughs> anything could happen. But yeah, 
No. Yeah. But I guess, like, to go off what you're saying, yeah, it's, it's, that's something that if you really like that and, you know, that's ashtray money for you, you know, for Bill Gates to go over and buy a thousand dollar bottle of scotch is the same as us buying a $30 bottle of, mm-hmm. you know, well, Buffalo Trace is like about 30 bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty reasonable. I, yeah, usually that's where I, that's usually my limits yeah. is 30 ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't even know, I don't even know what a bottle of bullet or I usually go with makers and right. I think that's about 30. And, but yeah, I, I mean, just, you know, I I inherited a lot from uh, Sarah's uh, grandfather after he passed. They gave me a lot of his old, like, some of his, like, clear cabinet contents. And there's some stuff in there that's really good. And, yeah. and there's some stuff. So I don't, I don't think I'll ever have to buy anything for a while if I want, didn't want to. But um, I might go again for this since it's not it's not too bad. It's only, like, what, 40 bucks or 50 bucks. Yeah, or I mean, why not? Right? I think it's – and, so, you know, and uh, I, don't, I can't remember if we talked about this last time. But, you know, Pat made a – a good point um, that if he was going to buy a bottle, you know, $30, $40 and on up and mm-hmm. something that he could drink nice and smooth and just relax with, watch a movie mm-hmm. or whatever, that it's not inclined to just try to crush it all in one night. Oh, yeah. yeah as yeah, far yeah. as, you know, when back in college, you know, you and me, well, from my experience, me and my roommates, we got to finish this before we go yeah. to the bar. Yeah. Like, I thought we were pre-gaming <laughs> and not getting drunk before we go to the bar. Now the, the bar is a long shot. Yeah, but you know, and, and what he said is that, I can't remember if I said this before, I probably have, so folks, I've already said this and y'all have heard it, sorry, but that's that, working. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, yeah, just, <laughs> that, um, yeah, you might as well just go to the bar then if you're just going to try to yeah. finish the bottle in one night and spend $40 as opposed to, mm-hmm. Just have a couple of drinks and relax, and wake up the next morning and hate yourself. Right, that's usually what happens to me. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would for sure that you know that's. You know. I'm not an alcoholic, but I mean, no, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. Yeah. But like, you know, you're not going to go out and be like, "Hey, I'm going out to have a really good time." Okay, I might enjoy one of these, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to order four scotches at a bar. Hell no, no, I'll probably be just like whiskey and coke. What do you want? House was whatever fine. So you know, no. it's a different situation. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I remember him saying that too. Like. I'm gonna enjoy this, so I have no problem paying that. And this, it's not like it's not bad. It's a bad thing to like enjoy nice things, like spoil yourself and get something nice, like get a nice bottle of scotch or get a nice bottle of whiskey that you really like. And yeah. it doesn't mean that you have to have, <laughs> you know, three three glasses of it to be like, all right, I made it <laughs> worth it. <laughs> what is uh when you go out to eat? Um, so you went out with Sarah for a steak dinner. Do you have a a drink that you usually get? Like, like what is your drink? You know, besides. What we've been oh, talking. you mean like if I was just to order like a drink from the bar or something like that? It, well, or yeah, you're sitting down with a nice dinner or whatever. Um, I mean, do you have, you know, like, oh, James is going, I know James is going to order a Tom Collins. Usually, yeah. <laughs> Dirty yeah. Sherry or whatever. Uh, either, like recently I've, I've gone, like we went uh, last time, uh, I think I ordered just like an old fashioned. Yeah. And then... Um, I used to bounce back and forth between just like a whiskey ginger mm-hmm. or like I'd be like whiskey sour. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I usually it's it's more of the darker liquors. I don't like a lot of the clear stuff. I don't do. I, I don't blame <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way. So yeah, usually, there, is there something you like you do? Usually, if you know old fashioned or Manhattan, mm-hmm. um, if we are kind of up and moving around and not really sitting, usually I, I whiskey ginger. I, I've had a whiskey sour and they're good, but. Um, it's like or bourbon one, and ginger. That's one of those. Like, if I got a whiskey sour, I'm not drinking three or four of them. It's this one. I'm, I'll have one, and then after that, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna have like a just like. <laughs> it's like eating really sour food or something yeah, like yeah. that, and you're just like, okay, my mouth is like done with it. I think a lot of but, for, for me it depends on the setting and what we're right. You know, if we're out with just 
boothing or just uh, <laughs> um, where the boys are out. Right. What it, I guess that would depends on what I'm ordering or drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, drinking as far as not ordering food. Actually, when we went to the farmhouse, and like when you and Chad took me out and spoiled me, mm-hmm. take me and got big ass fat steak mm-hmm. at the uh, farmhouse, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think I think you ordered your first one. The, the woman asked was like, "What do you want to drink?" And you're like, "I have old fashioned." And then like Chad and I were both like, "That sounds awesome." <laughs> mm. Two more, please. That does sound good. So, but that, and that was awesome. That was a really fun night too. But that was one of those where we went back to the. Um, Sarah and I went um, back to the farmhouse, and I think I got old fashioned because I was like, I had a great experience with that. I knew it was good. And they didn't have the same. I would have got that steak again if they didn't. Or the was it prime rib? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a prime. I rib. think it was prime rib. And not a fat steak, fat piece of prime rib. Anyways, it was nice. Uh, but I was a little heartbroken that. <laughs> They didn't have it. So, anyways. The way they bought it, why didn't they have now, it? So, we got there and they're like, oh, by the way, we don't have a thing, couple things on the menu. And then I was like, okay, all right. They're talking. And then it's one of those where she asked, like, okay, do you want to have like any anything to drink? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll have old fashioned syrup. Got like a, uh, I think like a mix, another mix. It was like vodka, vodka, vodka cranberry. cranberry or something like that. And, and, and then I was like, oh, wait. Wait, what, what was what what the what did you not have? And she's like, "Oh yeah, we don't have any more of the prime rib." And I was like, "All right, Sarah, we can still leave now if we want." Did you go to shenanigans? All <laughs> <laughs> well, the shit on the walls, right? <laughs> no, we still had a good, great dinner. I think I can't remember what I ended up getting, but I think I just got a steak or something. But but it was like you know, but we went, and then like a couple months later, obviously later and then i had that in my mind i was like i'm getting old-fashioned i'm having yeah you already had prime a rib i already knew it was great so things like that is where i'd have like more of like a drink like that but if yeah we're out like we just walked into like a buffalo wild wings yeah and, like, if you want a mixed drink all right just give me a whiskey coke or whiskey yeah beer. that's that's, that's so, exactly what i was trying to say get a bucket of beers or something but oh sorry yeah <laughs> have a nice little steak dinner with a bourbon compliment mm-hmm. so that's my usually go to. I again, yeah, and I don't fuck with. I do. I, I will drink tequila usually. Yeah, but shots, maybe a, maybe a mixed drink. That's really the only time. I, I mean, a uh, margarita. I haven't had a margarita in a while. Yeah, I, the only mixed drink that I really have with tequila would be like margarita. I went through a phase in college where we drank a lot of tequila with the people that I was with, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this too. Have you had the rocks tequila yet? Oh no, Tamana, it's good. It's really good. I think it's smooth. I I, I have drank that neat and. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it, just chilling with it. Because, you know, if you watch his Instagram, he'll post of him just having a fat pancakes with a <laughs> thing of tequila. Like, it's literally 20 pancakes. It looks like three chocolate chip cookies the size of his head. <laughs> and it's like, damn, like his cheat, cheat meal, whatever. I think he does them on the weekends. Then he goes to sleep at 4 a.m. and wakes up at 7 and works out, which I have no idea how he probably, that works. He probably listens to, like, David Goggins, like, videos, like, before he goes to bed. You know, like, I wonder. up at 4. <laughs> you know, I wonder if he's if he's one of those people, you know, Cameron Haynes and David Goggins who just grinds and just knows, doesn't need sleep, which I guess I would think – I don't know what Cameron Haynes does or, or David Goggins. I think uh, – Wait, wait, hold, For folks, Cameron Haynes is a – he just oh. runs marathons every day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and then run. he's a bow hunter. He's a bow hunter. I, is his thing? But yeah, he's, he's got a full time job. He's got a full time job of like a water treatment plant or something. I, it's like a. It's a, just a full time job. It's not like he is. 
I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know the exact of the job, but I know it's not something like he's a movie star. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a regular forty yeah, hour a week yeah, job, but a and he day. also gets a marathon in every day. I think it's a marathon or close, uh, or at least half. All, essentially a marathon. Like so, he may he may not run all marathon at once, but he may run in the morning. He may run. In the yeah, evening. and then David Goggins was a he was was he a seal? And he's Navy seal. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and he's an also he runs ultra marathons, yeah, like just ridiculous ultra marathons. Yeah, so, yeah. folks, if you ever feeling bad or something about hard work, well, looking two dudes up. Did you see where? I don't know. We kind of might be going off t- topic here, but David Goggins did that four by four by forty eight, and I don't I don't know how it ended up. I think it was a, was it a few weeks ago, maybe last month. Oh, uh, it was pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, what, folks, if you don't know what that is, it's. Every four hours, he would run four miles for 48 days, yeah. correct? Or 48 uh, – no, 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 for 48 40, hours. 48 hours, yeah. not 48 yeah. days. <laughs> God. He probably would still do it, though, I bet. <laughs> he probably would stay hot. <laughs> that's, his, that's his slogan right there. Yeah, he – oh, my gosh. you just like thinking about it. Like the, they did it in Vegas, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. He, like, cause it can't, um, I don't know if Cameron went there. No, I'm just saying like I'm – recently I was watching a video of him, Cam going down and training with – uh, Goggins and I watched yeah. the Joe Rogan clips. Yeah, Joe they kind of taught each other talking about it. And I was doing something really like you know invigorating, like folding laundry, and I'm listening to Cam Hayes talk about <laughs> Goggins. And I was like folding so fast and intense, right? <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> do you uh, wash and fold all in the same day? Uh, I, I, I was super motivated after I was like, yeah. I listen. To I'm doing Goggins. it. I washed them by hand too. <laughs> <laughs> you got up the old washboard? No, I just like spun the dryer really. <laughs> 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 I am putting that. Dude's just standing there. <laughs> like, what are you doing, James? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta stay hard. <laughs> yeah, he says, don't be a bitch. I'm like, okay, all right. I washed my clothes with my hand. So I guess I technically didn't do it with my hand, but it was like a 50-50. No. Um, so, yeah, I did wash them all in one day. I pulled them all in one day. <laughs> that's, a, that's always a good thing. Um, <laughs> Get that out of the way. But, yeah. But uh, the, the yeah, the 4 by 4 About 48? Yeah. You think you can do that? Four miles. So, all right. So, four miles. Use it Two with days, a right? Fi- Every four. Three miles is a 5K? Yeah. That so, that's good. roughly 25 minutes? On average, it's probably about 20 to 30 minutes from us. For a 5K? For a 5K. So, then add another mile. So, call so maybe 31? Let's say an hour and a half. Six and a half. Right. Wait, wait. An hour and a half? To oh, re- I, I was going to say. So, like, if it was take, if for three miles. Oh, sorry. I'm so, my, four miles. My math is way jacked. I'm thinking of way down the road. I was like, an hour and a half? Sorry, I'm thinking of like I'm, I was already started taking like recovery and all. Anyways, <laughs> okay, hey, let's, let's, let's break Sorry. this down. Okay, so okay, uh, let's say 45 minutes, 50 minutes, average, average, right? maybe for an average folks. Who was me to do it? If you're not trying to kill yourself <laughs> yeah. and get a okay, yeah. from, okay, I'll, I'll take 40. Going from zero to David Goggins with my face off. Um, I'm probably running it on at least like a like 30 to 40 minutes. Okay, uh, so as like a, maybe as a better better at time. We'll, we'll go 40, 45. So that gives you roughly three hours and 15 minutes of rest. Right. So you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. Then, so you, you think the first few miles, the first two or three times you do it, you're okay. So you get 12 bet, miles in. I bet given the amount of time, if I knew I had four hours. So you don't, I think the only thing that would blow me up, well, let me finish this thought first, I guess. Okay. okay. I feel like I could physically do it. And that the mental part would be the hardest thing for me, knowing that in. I finish, let's say it takes me 45 minutes to an hour at some point. I mean, I, mean, I stretch it out to an hour. So I'm not necessarily trying to run my fast pace. That makes sense? Well, yeah, because like you're not going to yeah. blow yourself out the first. Because I know it's going to be 48 hours. Yeah, you got you know. two days of this. 
So with no sleep in my, in in my mind, it would be like you, the way I think. I think I would physically be able to do it for at least for the first part. I, I don't know about the two days, and I'm just just totally like, just just spitballing here. But I think I might be able to hold it physically for a little while. I'm not mm-hmm. a. I don't do a lot of running, so I think I'd be fit enough to maintain for a while. I think the hardest part would be knowing that I have to. I have to make sure I get it done in this time so that I could rest and recover enough to be like, I have to do this and again, yeah. and, again and again for two days. See, that would matter. So I mean, that, that's the, the mental, that's where those guys are absolutely outside their minds. That's what I, I mean. <laughs> so, when it gets into the, say you start at, we'll start at 12 PM lunchtime. Right. Okay. So then your next one is at four o'clock, right? One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Then your next one's at eight. And then I think I'd be okay until then, but after the eight o'clock one, then your next one's gonna be at midnight. Right. Then again, back at four a.m. and those are gonna be too. Like I'm not sleeping, and then my body's wanting to go to sleep I, at this time. Yeah. Like that. That's I, like I said. I might be able to like for the first little bit. Yeah. I might. <laughs> I might be able to do a day, but then I. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm just. I think I might be able to just say, hey, get get through the next one. Like do that m- mentality of like, don't stress about the forty eight hours. Just do one more. Yeah. But. Going from not running like that to doing, I don't know. You think your body would break down for running I think that I might, much? I think it might be jacked up before I'd get just because you're not getting finish. any recovery at all. I just don't think. I, I don't think for me. I'd be I mean, even if you were eating correctly, trying to drink. I think it, if I train for it, if if I train for it, I'm I, I might be able to finish. But but based on your based on like right now your fitness I don't right think now, I would finish. See, that's what I wonder, man. I I, I feel like I'd be pretty pretty. What's what's it going on? <laughs> and I I mean I think I'd be, maybe last maybe I probably could do the day but I think I don't know if I could I think I'd probably end up doing a lot of energy just to finish that day but this is just me I don't know I'm I have no problem failing at anything so <laughs> so it's not like I'm like yeah I'd be able to do it no problem man but I think I might be able to hold a day but I think that would be like a you have a whole another day of this. See that's that's when your mind takes over. Yeah. I mean, like I guess what David Goggins is trying to say is that you know you got to stay hard and make mm-hmm. your mind push through. But that motherfucker pushes through a lot. He's fucked his knee up. Oh, dude, have you seen pictures of his feet? I've seen pictures of him, and it's not his feet, and it's and fucking gross. It, they're gnarly. And there was a video that where he had his knee drained or something, and so much fluid came. It was on his Insta. And so much fluid came out of that, and I was, and he was still just talking shit, and he was ready to go. Yeah, dude, dude is at another level. Like you know, like turn it up to ten. You know, says turn it up to eleven. That guy's at like a seventeen. Dude, he stays <laughs> that way too. Yeah, and you know, I think you know, I, I've been trying to read his book or well, listen to it, right. audio book. But you know, and he just from his, he had a rough, pretty rough childhood growing up, and that. He just made he trained himself to become mentally strong mm-hmm. like that. And I think that's where he gets it. Like you know, just stay hard and push through, and it'll get better. Yeah. And his, his don't be a bitch. He's got a yeah. He's got a book. I mean, his book is. I haven't read his book, but like I've listened to like the the Joe Rogans and like the other interviews that he gives, and mm-hmm. he will like give you a little more tidbit here. And this interview, he'll say something different. And so I heard a lot of those, and it's just yeah, man, his story is insane. Yeah. So and again, dude's mentally hard. Like, and he used to be really fat. Like overweight, like he was huge. Like, like huge, yeah, huge. They, they, I think they, they always put his photo up when he does, like when he's like telling yeah. a story to somebody. They always say, like the before and after kind of thing. But yeah, man, he's, yeah, he's on another level. So you know, I feel like some of our workouts go into that mental. Like you know, a lot of them we would say on Ryan's that this is just a mental workout. Right. This is just see if you can push through and 
you know, you're probably not going to finish and you're going to hate yourself, but and, and those and are the ones that I would struggle. And with. those are the ones, yeah, like the, <laughs> the affectionately called the fuck you workout. Like, yeah. Hey, this is just, this is like, I, this is the way I thought about it. Like, you know, this is a, a workout that you're not going to finish, mm-hmm. but how hard can you push to get as far as you can? It's like how, you know, no one's going to be able to climb this mountain, but how far could you get? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just made to beat you down just to... Yeah, and like some of his descriptions would be like, no one's finished this ever. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to finish it. And so, you know, that mentality like you do of like, finish no it. one's done it. Fuck? Yeah, or else there's some funny business going on, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, those, yeah, those are the workouts that are like, well, how, you know, can I grind knowing that it's impossible to finish? Like, you know, for those guys that are doing those runs, like, that have done so many miles and, you know, the... David Goggins or the campaigns that can do that every day and turn over and put their head on the pillow and then be like, I'm doing the same thing tomorrow. Yeah. I'm running a marathon tomorrow. Yeah. I'm running a marathon. I know it would get, I'm not saying it's easy, but I, kn- I think the more that you would do it, the harder you would get. And like the, what, iron sharpens iron, is that old saying goes, right? I've you heard know, that. Like, so if you're constantly, you know, pushing yourself up, I guess there's a breaking point you could have, but every man has a breaking point, right? Ain't that a saying somewhere? <laughs> the, uh, you know, those dudes are are in it so that, you know, they know I'm capable of doing this. I just need to make sure that I do the right things. You know, they, uh, in the interview, Cam Haynes was talk, telling Joe that David Goggins has this hour-long or multiple-hour or hour-plus stretching routine that he does every day. Yeah. And then they were talking about, oh, no, don't worry about that. We'll just go do this or whatever. And, and it was like, no, 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 you don't understand. He, he cannot – not do that like if he doesn't do that he's it's not like he you know that's like (laughs) he's on the tracks he misses one totally fucked up off the track but that's with one of those he knows he has to do that to stay in a position where he's tomorrow going for another run Mm -hmm. and he he told the story like people can go look at the uh or go to the cam haynes interview dave goggins training video or whatever but so i'm not doing any justice to it but he was like you know they did this massive run and, and like he, he finished it. <clears throat> and then like the next day they were talking about doing stuff after this like insane long race. And then he was like, yeah, Dave woke up the next day and went for a 15 mile run. I was just like, you know, after this mass, it'd be like, you know, Matt Fraser being like finishing this competition, like mm-hmm. finishing like a regional workout. And then, Resting a little bit, maybe go back to the hotel and then head down to the hotel gym and then just start working out for another two and a half hours, three hours or something like that. That was just kind of like, again, like he's, that's his thing. That, that, that's what keeps the wheel, like the hamster on the wheel. Yeah. That's his thing. So like doing the stretching and stuff, he's like, no, he, that's not, it's not going to happen. He's got to do that or else he's probably insane. man. (laughs) (laughs) Captain insane. Do you, do you think that he keeps pushing himself because he's actually, trying to break his mind and to see what he can just all keep pushing through, but he keeps succeeding and he hasn't found that. That is a breaking point. Kind of what you said earlier. Yeah. Um, Now that I'm thinking about it like that, I would say that's probably the thing. He's like, how can I test myself to, because I, I've done all these things. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm, this is just me spitballing. That's an excellent question. Um, Yeah. Maybe it's his, like, I know I can do these things. Yeah. Let me try a little harder to see if there's something I can't do. Like, you know, to find that level. That's why I like, you know, those professional athletes, you know, they, they're always trying so hard to get to the best top level of something 
Mm-hmm. You know, if their their skill is like limitless, like if you're a, like a LeBron or a Michael Jordan, like, hey, I've won all these championships. Michael Jordan's like, I'm gonna go try play baseball. Yeah. Like, you know, that's you know, maybe that's not a good example, but that's the first thing that just popped in my head. But yeah. That, so, you know, I'm that's that's I bet. I mean, I mean, that's what I you know I'm thinking is that you know. I feel like if you look at uh, scientific data, and I don't think run marathon runners don't actually run a marathon every day to train. Oh no no no! no so no. when yeah, so <laughs> when Cam Haynes is running one every right. day, and David Goggins, and he's an ultra. What, what's the difference between a marathon? Is twenty six? What's an ultra? Oh, don't it last a few days or something? I mean, don't they have to I camp? Depends. I and I am not in the running sphere, so I know the ultra. I thought the ultra was like I don't know. Like a 50 plus or something like that. I think it was like two marathons or something like that. Ultra was like plus. I can't remember. I wish I had my computer right here. Um, people, yeah, people are screaming, you idiots, it's this. <laughs> uh, so I'm just wondering if, I should have looked at my phone because I thought about Googling it real quick. Mm-hmm. That, um, crap, now I lost my train of thought. So you're talking about the ultra, like training for a marathon. Like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So Running a marathon every day. But once you start running a marathon every day, that, you're autom- All right, so he's been doing it for so long that his body's just going to build up to it, right. and it's okay. We're doing this again, no problem, whatever. But you got to push through that threshold. So I wonder what if or Cam Haynes is like. This is how I stay in shape. Then he goes and shoots bows and lifts weights yeah. and whatever well, else he does. You know, I I think it could be that is you know he, yeah. Obviously I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that thought. I may have well just, maybe maybe I'll pick it up and say, think that. You know, he does it every day because he knows that that is what works for him. He knows that to keep himself sharp, to keep himself in the place he needs to be, he knows that I can do these things Mm -hmm. and it's still going to be hard, but I know I can do them. So, like, it's not as if he's just packing it in, like, (laughs) you know, I know I'm going to be able to run it. So, if I'm going to take a week off, I can still be be able to run it. Yeah. Like, if I keep doing this, it will be, you know, maybe easier every time. Or maybe he knows that. Uh, this is just me brainstorming right no, now. No, that's, that's what I we're doing. Dude. We're, we're, yeah, no, that's good because that's what, that's what this is. I'm like, well, that's why we do this. <laughs> Get these thoughts so, out there. You know, I, I, I guess with the, body, with the body, it's like in training. This is a very, very oversimplification of it. But with, you know, the whole accommodating resistance is how people get stronger. As you lift more weight, your body gets broken down. So your body adapts to lift that heavier weight. Okay. So now your body is stronger and able to lift that more weight easier, right? So that's why when, you know, there's the, the old story of like the bull, uh, was it Paul Bunyan and the bull or no? The ox. And it's the blue the ox. Blue ox. Yeah. Like the, the idea was that he carried the bull every day. The bull still got bigger every day or every day. We'll say every other day. I don't know. He got bigger for carrying the bull. But he got bigger every time because his body naturally adapted. The, this I forgot is, again, about this whole – I forgot about that tale. All right. Super, like, simplification. Folks, you've never but, heard about the bull. <laughs> right in P.O. box. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's how strength training works. You, you increase the load. You increase the difficulty. The body adapts. You change the stimulus. If you always did the same thing, like if you always did 10 reps of a squat, you'd probably be very good at doing those 10 reps. Would you be ever getting stronger at trying to do like so you, you said did, like ten body weight squats so or a barbell squat? Ten body weight squats for the rest, you know, the rest of your life or whatever. This is, again, super simplification. And then you try to go squat, you know, a PR of four hundred pounds. Yeah, you've did. not prepared yourself. You've only, you're very good at those body weight squats, and let's say that's your event. 
you're going to be great at that. Sure. But if you never train and lift those heavier weights, your body's never going to adapt to that heavy load. You haven't. Because it's only did your own body weight load. Right. You've only ever trained in this method. So when you go to lift the heavier weights, that's why, you know, I think one of the most successful weightlifting programs is just start really light, add a little bit. Do really do that for a little while, then add a little bit more. Rather than being like, I'm going to add ten pounds, or I'm going to add two and a half pounds. And you know, there's that's why the power athlete guys, they, they're bedrock programming. This shout out to them, I guess. But John Wilburn, they used to like like there was a story of the guy that they used like they trained that I was like never like squatted before. He came in and he started at like 45 pounds, and then he'd be like, he would do the weight like the week, and then they'd be like, all right, next week you're going to add two and a half pounds or, or five pounds. So he went from empty barbell, they went to five pounds. Yeah. And then, like, he did this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And then, like, the he-, he was doing fives. So he did the last set like of fives. Five sets of fives? Or, like, three or three sets, maybe. Three or, sets of five? It was, it was like a, 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 the, the rep the rep room just five reps. Gotcha. I can't remember how many sets okay. off the top of my head. But he did it religiously, and he added five pounds. And he at the end of the cycle that they had him set on, he was squatting, like, 500 pounds for five reps. So I mean, he went from squatting empty barbell to like and like probably leaving us from but it was like ridiculous. And like at during like the seminar when I was at it, like I'm I'm like they they always call them knowledge bombs. Like the back of my head just blew off. I'm like you know I you know I learned that stuff in school, but then he's telling me all like they're saying like all the stuff of how they did it. They 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 give you all the information. Of, this is exactly what we did. This is the principle behind it. This is the you know this is how the body works and adapts to change. And then at the end, you're like, this guy walked in and squatted an empty barbell. And then, you know, maybe six months, seven months, or eight months, or I can't remember what it was. He's squatting like 500 pounds, or I can't even remember what the time. It was like, insane. So, like, if you visually, like, you, what's your heaviest deadlift? It's probably like 300. Yeah, like four, oh, 425, me? right? So, if, if you can visualize how heavy 425 felt. Mm-hmm. You imagine that if you were to like, I'm going to squat that. And the only thing I can do right now, I've never done it before, mm-hmm. is to squat an empty barbell. Maybe that was, I mean, like, not like he was getting crushed under empty barbell, but he'd never lifted anything before. So, like, for you to be like, all right, I'm going to watch somebody that's never classically worked out come in. And then a couple months later, let's say you went on vacation, <laughs> long vacation, and you come back and that same dude is now squatting 500 pounds or 425. You're like, dang, that guy is really good. And he's like, well, he just gradually increased it and just his body adapted every time. Just like he carried the bull up the mountain or the bull, the ox, the ox as the bull got, oh my gosh, as the ox got bigger, he got bigger as a result because he had to, you know, be bigger because the yeah. ox is bigger. So he got bigger as a result. So that's that. I got really off topic. Sorry. But essentially that's how, that's how training works, right? You break your muscle down, your body adapts by building more muscle or right. putting more muscle down. So in the case of the the ultra runners, like their body is constantly getting adapted to. I'm putting my stress or my body under stress for how long is that marathon average? Like the fastest one is like two, like under two, three, two. Okay, so say an average would be like three. Does Kenya guys probably do that, right? Like I think the the guy broke the record under two or something. I don't. Right? I, don't I don't. I've only seen well, a handful well, of times. Let's let's use phony baloney numbers and let's just say all right, three and a half hours. Yeah, that, okay, that sounds reasonable. You're setting yourself to train and you're doing. Let's say you're running the equivalent of a three and a half hour race hey. every day. <laughs> Tearing that shoe up. Yeah, your body is going to adapt. Your body is going to figure out how to make you capable of doing that. I mean, you either blow up, which some people can do, or your body figures out, okay, this is how 
So yeah, survival happens, or this is how we can adapt to change. Yeah, your body tries to adapt, but like you said, blow up. So well, I mean, blow up as in like, like bust an ACL, yeah, or, or your knee gives out, or you know, the thousands and thousands of steps and reps that you take by like running is some of the hardest things in the body, of course. And you, if you look at David Goggin's body or his feet, you can see that yeah, that's always the case. Don't I mean, don't eat and then look at his feet, like I said earlier. But you know, he's he's his body's adapted for the better or worse, to handle that abuse of running those insane races. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, like, it's amazing to think about the, what the human body is capable of. And then... But it's pretty capable dudes, of a lot. If oh, you, yeah. If you do it correctly, but... Oh, well, for sure, yeah. Like, taking... Like, so... And I guess in the other words, like, David Goggins is amazing. Like, an insane level of drive and, and give, but he also takes care of his body by Oh, yeah. He's, he's just not going home not and like, eating gummy bears and... yeah. He knows that. Scotch. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he does. I mean, sure he's probably been like, I don't know. I mean, that guy never has no days off, right? But, you know. Stay up. You know. Do you, does like, you know, the guys like Cam Haynes that do those things every day, do you think he's like, I'm going to go have a beer and have a, you know, fat ass burger or a steak or something like that? Every I mean, he sure treats himself, but yeah. yeah. But he knows that if I ate like absolute garbage, yeah, my run would now suffer, and that takes away from what he wants. So, you know, it's, so it's not like they just wake up and eat whatever the hell they want or do whatever the hell they want and not sleep any. I mean, you know you know that maybe he doesn't sleep a ton. But Well, Frazier just, you know, he literally said on Joe's you can't outrun a bad diet. Oh, you can't outwork a bad diet. Yeah, yeah that's it, such a, yeah. Shout out to T-Dog. What did he say today? That he's, he's trying? He's going to give it a hell. He's going to give it a hell. <laughs> yeah, he's going to He's trying <laughs> he's to do it. Give it hell. But that's exactly right. Yeah, you can't. Can't supplement a bad diet. Yeah. You can't outwork a bad diet. But yeah, those dudes, I think, just because they—that's what they care about. Like you know. But I think there's some misrepresentation. So like, when Matt did say, and Joe also said this, there was a boxer. I forgot what he said, but after his workouts, he would drink coke. Yeah, yeah just yeah. To put the sugar back into his muscles. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Matt was saying he did it too. Well, not coke, but I think it's Snickers. Yeah, like a Snickers or a uh, coke. Or something. Yeah, but there was science behind this yeah. saying, yeah, you should do this after a workout mm-hmm. because you might. Does it retrieve your so, so like, glucagon? Yeah, or uh, yeah, glycogen. Glycogen. So like you have like this thing. You can think of it as like your muscle store have some, like like some fuel storage. This is a very gross uh, simplification of it, but it's the easiest way I can think about it. Like essentially, you have you have like the it's like the gas in your car, right? The glucose is sugar. Think about it like that. Mm-hmm. So you have the muscle glycogen, which is like the stored form form of it. So when you do a intense workout, or you do, you know. Let's say you, you you use up all that, you have to replenish it. Right, your body can break down other things to replace it. Like you can break down. A, a good example would be like if you don't immediately put anything into your body. Like let's say you were you didn't eat anything that had glucose in it. Well, your body was like, well, we need that. We need that shit. So we're gonna break it down from somewhere else. Like we're gonna take from muscle, which is not efficient, which breaks down muscle fiber, which is not good. You don't want that. But that's like in case of someone who is starving, they don't have any fuel. Like their body will then just start eating itself. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, that they because it's not getting what it needs, so yeah. it's going to eat everything inside. Essentially, it's going to be like we're going to survive, so we're going to take. Yeah, you're not using that. Your body just want to figure out how to right. stay alive, right? And that's what it does essentially. So uh, this is a, a it breaks a, down your muscles. It's, it'll break down your muscles. Let's say right. you don't have anything like that, so you're in a starving situation, right? So that's I mean, if you, no, I'm not going to get that right. Never mind. Um, so, like, so your body's going to need to do what it needs to do to survive. So, okay, it can break down fat and break down protein, but those are not as efficient. So it would be like the 
carbohydrate and glucose is what is going to be the most efficient. That's what your body uses for gas. That's the gas in your car. So imagine like you have this empty gas tank and then you're like, all right, well, I need to get ready for my next race. What are you going to do? You have to fill up the gas tank Well, the glycogen is stored. That's where the, if you want to think of it, it's like. That's a good, yeah, it's, it's a good analogy. Yeah. So you just need to replace the fuel in the tank. And that's like the simplest way I, like I think about it is that, you know, by getting that sugar from the Coke, from the um, Snickers bar, which is like the fructose, which is like the immediate, like immediate fast. It's the, like a simple sugar. You heard of simple sugars? Yep. So that's like. Well, really I simple. have, but you might want to explain okay, simple, it too. Because uh, not everybody has. So yeah. like, uh, uh, like high fructose corn syrup. Correct. It's probably what people most probably are aware corn of. Corn syrup it's, it's in It's in a lot of foods. And oh my gosh, it's, it's so much. It is very easy to consume and the body immediately takes it up. So it'd be like the first thing that would be used would be something that's really easy to, to store, break, you know, break down and. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't diversity an old, old no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, didn't they start putting corn syrup and stuff as it can, instead of sugar, uh, to, well, there's, there's or there's still sugar or is that kind of how they were trying to get around it? So like, I could be, I could be way off base here so, for some reason, or I might not be saying that correctly. So, so yeah, there's different types of sugar. I mean, like you have, you know, those like galact, you know, galactose, which is like, you think of like in, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sorry, lactose. I said like lactose. Lactose. Um, they have other types of sugars like fructose. Um, glucose is a simple like you know if you think photosynthesis in plants, mm-hmm. glucose they make that. Glucose the body uses glucose. It gets broken down into glucose. That's a, a type of sugar. Fructose is a sucrose. Those are all different types Correct. of sugars. Okay, right? I'm with you. So like the high fructose corn syrup is like a very refined version of that fructose. Like fructose would also be like your fruit from like an apple like something that's very uh, it, it that's that is not as complex as something like lactose which you know some people have trouble breaking down um or lactose intolerant yeah so like th- that is a more complex carbohydrate a complex sugar yeah. where some people struggle breaking that down when you hear like complex carbohydrate that just means that it's like a different type of the sugar that it's not as easy to break down or maybe not easy to break down. It just may take longer to break down or the body may you know, break down differently. Like for someone who's lactose intolerant, this is again, this is not a hundred percent. Like I could be, I'm probably making a couple mistakes here in wording and someone could quote or, you know, fact check me. That's fine. But, um, essentially like the, uh, armchair version would be like your fructose is like one of the most easy, digestible, fastest. You can burn it up. It's very tasty too. Very tasty. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's why it's in a lot of foods and, it makes things taste a lot better. So like very hyper palatable foods like Coke or, you know, like Snickers bars mm-hmm. have those sugars cause they taste really good too. So I don't know. I kind of rambled all through most of that shit, but <laughs> with what you're saying about like the high fructose, it's in so many foods because it is easy to produce right. in mass and they can add it into other things to make things taste good. Cause okay. is like, I like the quick, dirty, dirty, dirty version of it. But so in Matt's case, back to that, he just worked out he, the insane workouts that they had to do at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will his body probably process a you know eating an apple or a, a ton of bananas and and like yeah, but he's gonna have to eat a ton of bananas or sweet potatoes or uh, that's not very easy to do. Like, do you, have you seen any of them just hunk eating down on a sweet potato? No, you haven't seen that. Like, that's like the Gatorade powder, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. That is all just like quick. <laughs> 
easy, dirty, get it into your body. Your body starts using it and saves it because yeah. I'm going to use it in the next hour doing my, you know, marathon <laughs> run or whatever it <laughs> marathon is. Not row. Marathon row. So I'm going to need that. So it, it's not, you know, it's like, it would be, it, we, we joked about this too. And we talked about it. It'd be like, you know, a regular person would be like, all right, well I can just eat a Snickers bar and drink a Coke after every workout. No, that's not good. the case. He's not doing that every single time. No. That's like after a competition or something like that. Where he's, yeah. you know, when he's really overexerting every, yeah, ex- exerted and he's used up all of his energy and stuff like that. That is like the fastest way to get it. Now, maybe in the long run, if you're drinking a ton of Cokes all the time, yeah, you're getting a ton of sugar, but he doesn't do that all the time. Yeah, like your body not, doesn't run off. He doesn't drink a Coke after every workout. Yeah. You could follow feeding the Frasers and you can see how it kind of eats. <laughs> you know what I mean? But also he's a professional athlete. He probably can get away with eating a Snickers bar every once in a while because mm-hmm. he's working out 10 hours a day too. So. Yeah. Well, at my L1, I mean, and I think that's where, you know, we're just sitting here drinking scotch and, you know, and the guy had pizza tonight. Good scotch. And, yeah, good scotch. And, but like at my L1, Matt Chan, also a former competitor. Oh, elite. he was your floor master? Uh, I wish he was. Oh, yeah. I think it was uh, Alex. Oh, God. I can't remember. Dude, this has been so many years ago. It started Alexander. Jason Alexander. No. No. He's, no, he's, no he's not kidding. him. Um, Alex? Uh, kinda, I think he's like a, short brown hair. Yeah, like Italian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he was mine as well. Or he was and I think mine, there was a Lindsay mine. Pulaski there. I don't know. I think she was pretty. I don't know if she went to the games, but anyway, I don't. Anyways, that's yeah, either sorry. here nor there. Hey, you got one. Yeah, uh, but they were saying that they've seen Matt Chan, who was a. I, I, he hasn't competed anymore, but he's still he's a firefighter. Still, I would say he's a high level athlete. He's got his the, own gym. Uh, and he's on the Rock Show, right? It, what's the one? His new the, show? The, the one that's the he a Rock host. Oh, the Titan Games. Yeah, he's he's oh. one of them guys. Oh yeah, that's right. He did do that. Anyways, anyway. But yeah, he's still. I would say he's still a games level competitor. Yeah, he could probably do it. Um, but yeah, where I was going with that, they were saying they've watched him eat a whole carrot cake. Because oh yeah, yeah, and but it's because he, he can afford to do that, but he's not doing it all the time, right? And you know, I always kind of just feel like we put ourselves on a high horse, but we're not. But cause we're there drinking scotch, and sometimes, yeah, you know, I like to eat right. gummy bears and pizza and popcorn mm-hmm. too. But we don't do it every night. We may right. have said this before, but yeah, and, but yeah. I, I don't want people to get the misrepresentation of us that. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, that you, you know, know, we act like I mean, well, we don't act like it, but we don't do we do it, but not all the right. time. So, well, yeah, I mean, but we're not condoning it. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I guess it, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, I can I do, yeah, condone it, but don't condone it. Yeah, it, it we're you know I don't, I, we're not I, on. I'm high, butchering not, that. No, no, no. I, I know exactly what you're saying. We're not on a high horse. We're not saying like you know down there those little people. You should only yeah. eat this, you know you know it moderation. Like yeah, I, I say this right? for. I think this is the second time I've drank it. The first time I drank it was the day after Pat Correct. gave it to me, and I was like, I'm gonna try it. I'm like, we hey, we're drinking some of his, and then I was like, I'm gonna wait until next time. So then when like when we're together. Mm-hmm. Um, we can try this because I was like I have had it once I know it's something that you haven't had we like it but sure. this is like the I'm second time it. I drank it um, but pour me know, another glass here yeah please help yourself as much as you like so you know yeah of course I mean we're not doing this all the time obviously that would change in you know how the things we care about we've talked about this on another podcast and like changing how we work out our lifestyle and stuff like yeah. that but you know the same thing is true like <laughs> we're human I will go and I even contemplated as I was driving here I was like I might even get a cookout milkshake tonight or something oh, like that. But yeah. I was just like, you know, it might still might happen. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's, I, my mom sent 
the same thing. And my, my mom sent out like a, a, a pound and a half or almost a two pound um, chocolate bunny for Easter basket for me and Sarah <laughs> that has been sitting <laughs> on my tail. It's massive, dude. You could stop a truck with that thing if you like chucked you behind the wheel. Oh, damn. Like that thing wouldn't roll over that bunny. Like that thing is thick. So thick with like three C's. So all oh, thick upon us, thick upon us, man. So like <laughs> that thing's been eyeing me, and just like you know, I can see its little eyes, like in the in the horror movies, and so the, the pen eyes move across. I'm like, dude, oh, it's gonna happen some point, man. It's gonna, it's gonna go happen. down. But yeah, now, I had another thought on the Matt Fraser podcast, and I lost it there. But it was talking about food and other stuff that he was doing. Is I think you should should not deprive your things of the things that you like, like having a drink against. Yeah, if you like milkshake, you it, but but yeah, if you do it every day, obviously you're gonna have problems with that. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, and it's funny that, you know, a lot of people are now going to be like, oh, well, it's fine. I could drink a Coke after I work out. Or are you working out for 10 minutes once a day? Or are you working out for 10 hours a day and making it your entire career and your professional athlete? Yeah. So, you know, like the NFL players, you hear stories of them being like, yeah, this guy just ate McDonald's McDonald's and chicken McNuggets, but he was also a professional athlete, like all kinds of crazy, you know, physical gifts and maybe his body can just handle that stuff. Whereas in someone like me, if I eat chicken nuggets every day, well, did Matt would say be on, a chicken nugget. Did Matt say on a podcast if he was, how long did he actually train for every day? I don't know if he said that. I don't remember hearing that. I do remember him saying though that he was doing stuff that other CrossFitters wasn't doing. And I think that's where he kind of plugged his, yeah. Is I he going through was, hybrid athlete? Um, hybrid? No, he's, uh, no. Hi, uh what's hi, the thing? No. Hard. Hybrid athletics. Hybrid athletics is Rob. Why, 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 why am I saying hyper? What What is he going through? Hyper? No. It's got to be your bull. <laughs> Shoot. Steffi Cohen's gym. Yeah, um, I know. I can see it, her, but I can't think. I th- why am I thinking hybrid athletics? Hyper performance. Hyperfit USA is what you're thinking of, maybe. No, that, that's different, but that's CrossFit, but... Have you seen her Instagram stuff? Lately? Steffi Cohen is insane. If you want to think of like an insane human being, she is probably one of the strongest people to walk the face Hybrid of the earth. performance method. Hyper performance method. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Steffi Cohen is probably one of the strongest people to walk the face of the earth. She's is is probably the strongest person pound for pound in, as far as like body weight goes. But have you seen her like her Insta where she's basically just posing in bikinis all day and making money? And doing yeah. sponsored ads and stuff like I mean, that. I mean, I think she's trying to do a um, what's the word am I looking for? Like give girl power, feminine. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah. and I and I'm all for that, and that's yeah. fine. And cause I, I think it's fucking sexy, but uh, but yeah, it seems like that's more of what she's posting now is herself. I think she has stepped away from the powerlifting. Like she has built this massive like gym, and like she works with like lots, like some of the I would say better coaching and better like. She works with a lot of high-level athletes. She trains a lot of people. She's smart. She's PT. Um, so she's pretty sharp. And she's also done powerlifting competitively for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm, that is very heavy weights, constantly training like that. So mm-hmm. I think she's super hard on her body. And I think it's to the point where she's making money. It's not like she has, like, the fuck you money. But it's like she's made enough money where she's comfortable now that she can say, I don't know if I really want to – not that I don't lift. But I don't know if I want to push as hard as, like, Matt Fraser – Saying, hey, yeah. I did this for five years and I trained and I didn't have a life. 
Well, yeah, he basically said that. Him. That was my life. But so that's what she was. She was like the essentially not the same. Maybe I mean, this is a terrible comparison. Well, no, I, I mean, she it's got to be somewhere on the same but Yeah, but line. like she a little dedicated to everything. Like Nutrition, you're going to bed early oh, yeah. while all your friends are going out partying. If they are. So I can imagine as someone who's really young that they're like, well, maybe I want to try some other things. I know she does like boxing and stuff now. Right. And she's getting into that. And I'm like, well, you know, how old is Matt? So, what do you say, 31? Yeah, he's retired from the sport that he's made his bread and butter off of. He's, yeah. you know, his bankroll is from that sport. Well, he said some of it was – most of it he got from his sponsors right. too, right? Didn't he? But like – but because he was a professional athlete in the CrossFit game. So he's like in his 30s and he's retired. Yeah. Forever? As long as he don't go I mean, he's going to do other stuff for sure, but, you know. He said he's competitively be coffee. Though, right? Yeah, he wants to do something off. But yeah, like you said, he's not going to be grinding like he was. No. He's he's done, he's with, done with it. Yeah, he said he wants to get married do now, other right? Stuff and and you know, do his like, coffee thing. Yeah, and, and like kind of live – well, I'm thinking that's what she's doing too. It's like she's doing things like done. she wants to do because now she doesn't have to be in the gym all day to worry about the next meet or worry about the next sponsorship that's mm. coming down the road. So I, it's just one of those, I think, you know, for professional athletes <laughs> coming from not a professional athlete, but uh, they probably get to the point where they're like, well, I think I'm done. Like, I want to go out on my own terms and I don't want to go out because of an injury. I don't want to go out because of um, now past my prime and. I was looking to listen to Joe Rogan talk about how, like, with you know, is it Khabib? Like, oh, trying to UFC. Get he, yeah, he's like, he's like twenty nine and zero, and he's <laughs> made ridiculous amounts of money. He's just still a down to earth guy. Drives the same pickup truck. He's made yeah, like an old year. Toyota or something. Yeah, and then he's just like, he left at the top as one of the best athletes. Yeah, arguably the best UFC fighter there will be. He did, he's left under like he's not leaving because he can't fight anymore because he's too broken down. It's not like he's you know. I mean, I guess you could. Such a it's fighting is such a dangerous sport, but you know it's not like he was hit so hard that he's like this guy can never fight again. Yeah, he's leaving on his own terms, which is I mean I respect that he's only like thirty one or something like that. So I the same same situation I think it's just like he's done, he's good, he's made his money, he's done his what he grinded hard to get where he's now. Yeah, I mean what he has nothing else to prove. Yeah, he won it five years in a row. Yeah, so what what else? I'm gonna go team now. And try that. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But, there there is know. nothing, but I mean, but what what is he still proving that? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, as far as like one of the best CrossFit competitors, talking about Matt, right? You yeah. know, unless someone does it six times. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, he's, he's gonna, you know, it could be, it could be someone out there that's could. doing that. But for now, he's gonna be one of the best. It's like, see, that, that's re- you know, I'm thinking about is. I would like if if I were in Matt's shoes, I would like to go out on my own terms and yeah, say, yeah. hey, I'm done. This is it. Like what do I? What else do I need to? Why do I need to keep doing this? As opposed to, I need to keep taking paydays, and almost ended up like Muhammad Ali and oh yeah, becoming a guy that I can't, I can't remember anything that I've ever super, did in my whole life. Yeah, and it's super sad. Just like super like quality of life difference yeah. between being able to walk away from the sport with like relatively little, small or low injuries compared to yeah. being like I mean you, you were retired. You, you can still work out. You don't have to work out as hard. You can still live your life to. Right. Like, you can make your life what you wanted mm-hmm. to because. You know, one reason you're financially stable, hopefully, if you did everything correctly. And then two, you're obviously you're in pretty good shape. And three, if you've put the right people around you, right. yeah, it's in my definition pretty healthy. A pretty healthy lifestyle. And yeah, you can you're able to do whatever you want. And that's cool. That, like, like I've done amazing. this. Now yeah. let me move to my next chapter. Which is which is like, you know, I, I meet it and I, I totally agree. I think that's like the best way. Like, I think he's making an amazing decision. Like, as soon as he said retire, would be like, that is the smartest decision yeah. I think you'd make. A lot of other CrossFit Games athletes have been, 
have retired because they blew out their Achilles or they blew mm-hmm. out their ACL. Like Sarah Sigmundsaw just tore ACL. Yeah. Um, like what? What's her name? She was um, she's from Florida. Her husband's got like all kinds of crazy neck tattoos. I was, Emily Bridgers. I can't remember. Maybe that's her. Emily Bridgers. Emily Bridgers. There is she, Emily. She, yeah, she was a, a CrossFit Games competitor for a long there time. There is Emily Bridgers. Yeah, but. and she ended her CrossFit Games career by because carrying she got Achilles Fuck. on one of the events. Fuck. Not not that she was like. She shouldn't have been competing, but it's like one of those, like, you know, that is a huge injury. I mean, it's amazing. It's hard to come back. But that was like, you know, at the time that she was already close to like, hey, this is probably going to be one of my last years. And it's not like she just, she's like, all right, this is my last year, no matter what. It was like, I'm thinking about this might be one of my last ones. Rupture ACL or, uh, you know, Achilles. And I could be totally butchering this and I could be the wrong person, but I think this is right. But and let's say it doesn't matter that, but you go out because of an injury, you know, that is a totally different situation of being like, I'm retired now because I've won, I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. No injuries. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, you could have regrets about, man, I wish I would have done better or X, Y, Z, but anyways. No, I mean, it, it just feels so sad. Like, as I said earlier, that these people who didn't manage their money, right. Or put the wrong oh, people yeah. in their corner that took their money and, you know, and they still have to. Do you remember watching that show at ESPN, the Thirty for Thirty broke? Yeah, I watched it on Netflix, dude. And dude, it's, it's so sad. It's super sad. It makes dude. you frustrated. Like, yeah, it's on, like, you don't even know that person, and I feel you. It's you like feel when you for watch uh, a TV show and you like get embarrassed for somebody, or you feel you know you feel emotion based on like, oh my gosh, something sad in the movie happened. I'm now sad. This, I watching that, I was like, like visibly, not visibly, but I was like, I was sitting there like, oh my god, like it's easy for us to be like. Yeah, why didn't you see that coming? Yeah, dude? we're on the outside looking in, but you know, uh, that that reminds me. Um, but yeah, the movie was super sad. Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. So he got game. Did you ever watch that? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, been a long, long Jesus, movie. Jesus Shuttlesworth. And but anyway, they kind of do a thing at that where he starts. He's trying to get out of Brooklyn or where, wherever he's at and go pro. But there's people all of a sudden coming into his life out of nowhere. Hey man, can you help me out? I need some cash, and and that's kind of what in the broke the broke documentary people thirty for thirty on ESPN or yeah, it was on Netflix. 30. Yeah, thirty for thirty. Guess you can find it on the ESPN Plus app now. Yeah, but anyway, no free ads. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's essentially all these athletes who just went broke, and I, I and they were big time athletes too. A and, lot of it, big names in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. Scotty Pippen went broke. Didn't yeah, he? I don't know if he was in that, but I know he did go broke at one point. But anyway. It was, they were talking about how once they get start getting money, it's like, oh, I bought mama house, I bought mama car, mm-hmm. then I bought my friends a car. Then every time we all went out to the club, I was footing the yeah, bill. Yeah, like you're the you have an entourage now. Yeah, and you got you know you're taking ten plus people there. Was it Allen Iverson had like a seventy person entourage? It was insane or something like that. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It's probably wrong. Seventy like, that this would follow. It, it was around. something like like you could fill up a tour bus with it. With with all the people that were all yeah. hanging on and stuff like that, and he was paying for them. I like probably why he went into debt. I mean, I know he, bought, he probably buy a lot of stuff, but like, but still, when you you take seventy people out for dinner and drinks, yeah. you hear like you hear the stories about like the NFL rookies would be like, hey, they got a spot dinner, and it's the dinner is like five hundred thousand dollars because it was a thirty person, you know, at like a steakhouse, and it was like a, you know a, a massive NFL player that ordered two steaks. 
or something like you know. What I'm t- have you ever heard of, heard of those like stories? And stuff you like mean that? I've heard of like the quarterback taking out his offensive line uh, there, because he's like, hey, thanks like, for protecting me. Is that what you're saying? Or pay for the bill? Yeah, oh, they pay for the defense food bill, and it's like a couple thousand dollars. And they're like, well, yeah, when you yeah. bring in. But you know, ten plus three hundred pound people to eat. Yeah, and then it's like, oh my gosh, you think about it, and like you know, you're like, well, and I guess everyone thinks like, oh, well, that guy's making a million dollars a year. Like, well, he doesn't make a million dollars immediately. It's not like he yeah. gets a million dollars day one. Yeah, it's still divided. Say if it's he gets so it's much a contract, month. So yeah, you know, he may get it, and like they get game checks. You know, I don't know how everyone's contract works because I haven't signed yeah. any contracts recently. So he probably gets, let's say, all right, so a hundred thousand for ten months right. is. Uh, yeah, that'd be it, right? That'd be a million dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, you can think about it like that, but like, let's say, okay, I got it. But what I, if, my mom went blank right there. <laughs> Sorry, people, don't blame me for my math. <laughs> uh, it's fast math. Um, but yeah, like, let's say, okay, well, it's not like he ten thousand. All right, that's what ten thousand times ten would be a hundred thousand. Ten times ten, hundred. So a hundred. Okay, so a hundred thousand times ten would be a little over a million. So. And that within ten months. So say roughly, he's getting seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars a month. Right. Okay. So, uh, so okay, I'm, that's what I was trying I'm to say. I'm not saying like that's like that's like ashtray money, but yeah, if you do have a, a lifestyle that's like I bought three cars and I bought my mom a house and I bought myself a house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're on the line for a lot. They're buying six figure cars too. It's not like they're just going out and buying. And I'm not a, saying that's true for everybody. A Corvette. Like, let's say that guy just got a fat check and that's the first time he's ever had money. A lot of those dudes are so young, like. Okay, so a, a great example would be like, like what? Are the, what is probably the youngest or what's the average age for the, the NFL rookie? I don't know what. Like, 20, 21? If someone gave you a million dollars when you were twenty-one years old, what do you think you would do? Oh, like right now. Instantly, if I just handed you a, a, a briefcase, and I was twenty or twenty-one, it's always metal, right? And then you flip it around. Twenty or twenty-one, I'm probably buying mom and pop a house and me a sick-ass McLaren, and so exactly right. And taking Bay days, out. A lot of this guy, you know, then, was, and that's you're done. Yeah, yeah, and like you, maybe you're not paying for that's it immediately half of it right, right there, now, at least, but yeah. yeah, I mean, like shit, you get hurt. Yeah, then you're really done. So, like, I don't know. I think back to the like the paying for the check. So, like, yeah. I mean, if you've bought all those things, and I know you're you're ultimately responsible for your actions, but shoot, man, if you have an entourage, and then hey, you got you got to pay for this house, and you got to pay for this car, and then they're like, all right, you you pay fifty thousand dollars to this bill. I, I for me, the people like, oh yeah, that's more where that came from. Like, shit, that's how those guys go broke, man. They go out and. Here's Go to the a, clubs and drop money, and you can spend a ridiculous amount of. If you spend, take you spend ten plus people at the club. I mean, imagine doing for that ridiculous every, for the, some of that high yeah, dollar whiskey or alcohol every single weekend. Yeah, during football season that after a game, up. you know that adds up stuff real like quick. that hurts my stomach. I just like the the amount of money that like those people had and then lost. Not that I, like I'm obsessed with money, but it's like you know if I TV's moving. He's back there. Oh, Mikey, what are you doing? Hmm. Get the, God. Hmm. <laughs> he's got his butt. He can walk back there, oh, okay, but he's right. just trying I, to get I just saw the TV wobble. Yeah, he's just, he's trying to get it without – he wants me to get up to get it. But oh, he, okay. could, he's, he put uh, it back there. He walked around trick. there. He's almost got you trained, man. <laughs> well, probably if I was not doing this no, right Zika's now. got me I, trained. I, I would get up and get it. <laughs> like, oh, you know, he sits for a treat and I – do the same thing pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. no, Anyways, good, good snack. But like, there. you know, maybe it hurts my stomach. It's just look at. Like, see now he went behind the TV. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> He's a smart guy. <laughs> oh, um, damn it, didn't work. You know, but you like feel for those guys. They'd be like, 
you know, all these people are hanging on, taking advantage of them. But like when they have so much success and like they don't know or they don't have the right person or like this person that they think that they trust takes yeah. advantage of them. Like, man, that's just like, if anything, if it was $100 and someone that you know that let's say it was a family member came and then stole money from you, like if it's a hundred, if it's 50 bucks, if it's 10 bucks, that's, that sucks. But yeah, yeah. It, but if it's $10 million and now you're paying the bill and that person took from you and you got to pay for their expenses and stuff. I, so I, that's a whole bunch of like, it's just, I just blows my mind on how like when you watch that documentary, just like the amounts of money that people, they say, oh yeah, I went to the club and yeah. I spent $50,000 at the club. <laughs> I could have done a lot with that. <laughs> well, so here's a hot topic. I don't know if it's a hot topic, but kind of going off what we're saying. I do you? What would you? Do you think college athletes should be paid? Yes. You do think for so? sure. Just I mean, is you thinking depending on the program or depending like all of them should be paid like a I stipend think, or what do you? Um, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of arguments, and I think some of the best arguments I've heard is that that they don't, they are not a. Their, the priority of them at a school, let me use an example, would be roll time. Roll time. Okay. Those, their job, their job is them. to what? Win football games. For sure. So what do they do? They they have training. Uh-huh. They got to be, a, I don't know, their schedule. So I'm butcher this but a little bit. But okay, let's say they got to be in the weight room this time. All right. Then they got practice. Then they got film. Then they got this other practice. So they got this team meeting. That's like four or five things. Now, Plus, their actual classes are supposed classes, to go to, right? So, like, if they go, if they're going to them, those. and I've heard like people say that, yeah, like the college picks my major for me, and they tell me to just take this one because they know that this is a successful major that is less involved. Not trying to shit on anyone's major, but like they'll say, all right, you're going to pick this degree because this is going to allow you to be a football player. All right? Well, what if that guy wanted to be a lawyer? You think the guy's going to be able to do be to do like law school? And be able to play like it's no, extremely That's, tough. Essentially, it's be like I think going, it can be done, but yeah, I'm not saying like I'm just using an example. But, but yeah, I think you got to. Let's pick. say your average person that has never, uh, like maybe college is never an option okay. without being able to go to fo- play football. Okay, which is true for a lot of folks that can't afford uh, college education. You essentially have to work a job to pay for your college. You, your job is playing football games. You're, so that's the way I've seen it. I've just heard a lot of people talk about it like that. So, like, if you have to have all these responsibilities just to satisfy being a football player to stay on the team, because if you're not on the team, you're getting cut, and you're not paying for college anymore. All those guys, they spend all that time and, like, either to get cough, cough assistance to do school or scrape by in school just to get a shot at going to the NFL. It's probably the, the most likely everyone wants to go from college to the NFL, right? Let's just say on average. All those dudes are grinding and working, and yes, they get a college education, but, I mean, the school is making money off them. Yeah. Like, look at, yeah, I mean, you bring in – what? all right, so I don't know how big uh, – kind of going off what you said, how big Alabama Stadium is, but I know – Same. I, yeah, I've never been to an Alabama game, but I have been to an SEC game with, you know, Tennessee. I mean, yeah, Tennessee is and one of the biggest 100,000 plus people fill that stadium pre-COVID, obviously. Right. So – Tickets are what, 30, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, depending on where you want to sit? Could, could be up to a couple hundred bucks. So I how mean, much money are they just bringing in just off ticket sales? So it's like ticket sales, it's 
jersey sales, it's yeah. memorabilia, it's things like, you know, like all those, you remember Ohio State got busted a long time for people like selling jerseys. Yeah, like these dudes yeah. would be like selling jerseys, like, like they exchange tat- to get tattoos. Like in a grand scheme of things. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. signed, some, signed, a guy, signed a guy's jersey instead of paying for a tattoo and then they, you know, bust it. I don't know the whole story, so this is probably, but you know, something like that. They've, the NCAA is essentially like the mafia in my opinion. I, I, this is like one of those. Ooh, like, that's, a, that's, that's a good, I like that. They, they say, oh, well, they're amateur athletes and they sh- they're doing it because they want to get a good education. Athletes. Yeah, they're student athletes. They shouldn't be doing They should be happy enough to just get an education. Like, that is the biggest bunch of horseshit because that is, that yeah. dude is cashing money off the dude that is playing and getting his NC, or ACL possibly torn every other time he goes on the field, you know, getting, yeah. trying to get blocked. And that guy's still going to get paid. Well, okay. Well, a guy's hurt. Is it maybe he's never able to play football again. Are the team just going to keep paying for the rest of his college? No, not. Nah, it's not going to happen. I, I mean, you know, that's like the worst case scenario. But do you know, does that make sense? You it know? does make sense because let's say if you're a five star prospect, mm-hmm. you're a quarterback, you're going to go to. You have ten out of ten chances going to the NFL. Yeah, like you're destined to be number one. To pick whatever, right? You get hurt, somebody tackle sacks, sacks you, your knees blown out. Then what? Oh Happens well, we got to put in the second role, the second guy in. What are you going to do then? Like, all right, so your career is done. Okay, there's maybe a small chance you could come back if you work hard or whatever. But for the most part, I will. It's probably it. I'm not going to shit on Alabama, but let's say they're they're what are they? What, they'll help you out recover probably, right? But after that, all right. Well, thanks. But they, they'll, they want, if they don't, if they can't use you, yeah, they're going like, to th- toss you off. Yeah, yeah. I, thanks, man. But that's, uh, that's any. That's we got to win any school. I mean, I'm, you know, it's very. It's yeah, that's that's not a big school, but that, that's that's one of the issues with college athletes yeah. or athletics. But I, yeah. So like, to what you're saying, like I for sure because the risk of them and like the, how many, well, like the percentage of the people that are going from college to the NFL is small. People going into college programs is probably small. You know, I'm obviously there's lots of college teams and college players and stuff, but that's still like of all the people on like, you know, high school that I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to play college ball, try to play in a big. Yeah, you if know, you want to go play at a big college school, it's yeah, extremely it's insane, tough. right? The odds are stacked against you. So this institution, not saying it can't be done, folks. Yeah, I think it's, this institution, this school, is making money over you know hand over fist. Whereas I've you know you hear stories about like guys that are yeah they have scholarship, but. If they don't have any, if they don't come from money, like, you know, you've been to college, you know, like, okay, well, if you, let's say you need a couple bucks here and there to, you know, go out and get food, or let's say you had a meal plan and you're only allowed to get so many meals or something like that. Or just, you, you hear about guys like, well, I was trying to go get, uh, you know, food and I had to ask for money. Yeah. And, the NCAA came down and said that was a bribe or that was like, hey, you got paid or something like that. And it's, I don't know. I'm, this is a gross oversimplification, oversimplification, but. Well, no, because it's all stories that you hear that people yeah. who actually get busted from. Is over ticky tack shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, who was it from well, USC? NCAA still, NCAA still gets paid. USC, uh, Hill, Tyson. Mm. Big running back from yeah, USC. Okay. Tyson. They bought his family a house so they could he could play there. Oh, that shit had to But he didn't get found out till right. New Orleans. He was a piece. Oh, Reggie, uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah, Tyson, yeah. what am I? Yeah, but yeah, and it was like after the fact. Yeah, and and they oh, him, well, sorry. They we made him get back the Heisman. Yeah. Or they invalidated or whatever. Yeah. Bunch of horseshit because all those, 
all those people, the NCAA made those money. They cash their checks. The school uh-huh. cash their checks. But who gets blamed for it? They, they they blame that guy. Yeah, they blame Reggie Bush. They blame USC. Okay, and they've invalidated some of their wins. Like that's so stupid. Invalidating something that's happened in the past. Like they go, yeah, that they, never happened. Did someone go take a knife and they scrape it off the board in front of the school. They never. They happened. maybe they had to, but I mean, you know, they shouldn't invalidate it because he's not the only person on that team. Correct. I mean, the home run. All right, going on a home run thing. That yeah, okay. It's almost proven that Barry Bonds was using PEDs, and but he still got the record. Or right. is this, he still got the record? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah the but there's everyone knows. Okay, there's an asterisk behind there, but they right. just didn't say. Okay, your hat size grew. You, we found out you were taking bi- mm-hmm. that bioxy lab. Oh, shit, I can't. There was some lab that actually yeah, they found out, okay, he was getting from. But yeah. the, he's still there, and everyone knows, okay, he's still there. So why, why can the NCAA just go, now nah, we're going to invalidate all that. We're going to take your wins away. But we still won the fucking game. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, we made a mistake. Yeah. Wait, the Astros, they got caught cheating in the World Houston, Series. Yeah, the Houston Asterix. Did they take that away? <laughs> uh. I can't remember how that ended up doing. They they was a slap on the wrist, like yeah, the biggest I, cheating scandal in sports probably, and they fined them the maximum, which is the league. But but they didn't say all right. Nobody won the World remember, Series this year, did I they? I can't remember. I, like I don't know if they just took it Ooh. off the record books. But folks, if you got, if you want to write in on that, let us know. But hey yeah. Siri, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean like the for those people that cheat, like the Astros, egregious. There was a a, a, a set plan. Multiple people got caught. Yeah. Even admitted to it. This doesn't take one person. They even have it on video evidence that there was like they have like there was like they, a screen behind the dugout. They're holding up signs or something. Okay, right? so you mounted your your uh, TV on the wall a while ago, right? Yeah. There's a specific mark on the wall, and there's a bracket. And you had probably a wall mount, right? Yeah. Oh, you can see it on this wall, right? Okay. Yeah. So imagine if you just ripped the TV off, and the bracket was still on. There. <laughs> there was a video of them running through in the beginning of the game. They're running out of the uh, out of the the tunnel locker room into the dugout and there's a TV on the wall and the same game they're running back the opposite direction and there's a TV mount on the wall with fucking wires all over the ground <laughs> and there ain't no TV there <laughs> and there's a trash can there's John Boy Media go to that guy's YouTube he has a great breakdown he was the guy that actually broke the story John like, Boy Media John Boy is a YouTube channel he's like dude does like mostly baseball videos okay It'll be like a, a funny or a comedic breakdown of something but he was like one of the guys that broke it. Like he was like, like, oh, this is people know about this, but now everyone's gonna know about this kind of deal. Anyways, that's that's not part of it. But like, there was a trash can. You you heard about how they were stealing signs and they were yeah. pretty much banging on trash cans. Yeah, there was a trash can next to that video screen that looked like somebody hated that thing. Like they they <laughs> just beat the, the fuck there, out. Of it? There was a a area on that trash can that looks like there's a different color paint on it because it's been hit so many times. Oh tits! You know there was there the rumor was that they had like a uh, fake um, band aids and they'd have like a little buzzer like they have like a, a, a oh, I got a cut on my chest and so and they were rubbing their so what they would do is they put like a little like a transponder or something that would vibrate yeah under the band aid and put it on so when they're like all right fastball buzz buzz. But so they automatically knew what was going on. Yeah. So and like they had people in the out and they have film. They, like they did all kinds of crazy. And it was just like if you're gonna have the pretty much one of the most prolific cheating scandals, they have it on film. They have like they have so many pieces of evidence of like yeah, there's people in the stands or people outside on the other side of the fence, like signaling to the people like the batter, hey, like we know what pitch is coming. Like they signal on the outfield. 
and there's video of like you look at the guy on home plate. The pitch is getting ready to get thrown. The pitcher's going back into his motion. Then the guy turns to left field and looks out in left field, and then he looks back at the pitcher. It's like, when would when would the bat? Looks different. That guy's going to throw it in about 100 miles an hour. I'm just going to look away for a <laughs> second <laughs> and then put my head back. <laughs> so it's like, anyways. No, we kind of went off topic there. Yeah, but, but no. no, I do agree that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think for sure they should be paid. I think it's like I agree with you. I'm not saying they should get millions. But, no, but they should get paid. They, they should get something. They should get compensated. They yeah. should at least not have to do all that effort, risk getting injured without any fallback of dropping out of college and probably somehow, you know, ending up in potentially a worse situation. Like you, you go to college and unless the school is going to honor you, no, they're not. They're going to replace you. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not saying that, you know, a lot of people will come back and say that, oh, well, they're getting a. I don't know. I don't. Let's say tech is what for each for for each year of some uh, tuition, um, fifteen thousand. Okay. So fifteen times four is sixty. So the, oh well, they're getting a sixty thousand dollars free education, but not every player is getting that. Though. Right. That's so on the scholarship partial players. Scholarship, get a full ride. Yeah. Yeah. So and they'll say that plus they get free gear, plus they get to travel, plus obviously they get mm-hmm. out of certain classes and and I do get that argument, but still, you know, I did read or I don't know if I read this or just heard it through word of mouth that tech, you know, how we were saying with ticket sales and jersey sales mm-hmm. and all that that tech brings in roughly a million dollars just for a home game for just for the football program. Right. Which obviously in most universities or most big time football schools mm-hmm. The football program carries all the other sports. Yeah, unless it's like a basketball school like Duke. Or yeah, something. one of the blue bloods. Yeah. And which is pretty much vice versa, which actually Duke and UNC football have kind of come up a little bit. Yeah. But like, you, you wouldn't off. think of Duke and UNC as a. No, they're all. Uh, yeah, right? first, obviously, yeah, 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 it's basketball. I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, but, I didn't cut you off. But no, you're good. But that's kind of what the counter argument, I think, would be. But, but still, I think they should get an extra. I'm not saying millions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they get, like, you should get. Maybe paid for the. I don't. I mean, I guess that's where it breaks down to. Like, how much would one get paid? Yeah. And then when it comes down to, okay, you're a skilled player versus an offensive lineman, or even if they made it a flat rate of like, yeah, everybody gets everybody paid the same the thing. Team gets to pay this. I mean, like, I mean, I guess you could say, you know, if you're on the practice squad, so you, yeah, should you get paid the same amount? I don't know. I, that's not something so, I, I. So you yeah. haven't dressed out. I mean, maybe I haven't thought about it that far. I think you should get something. I think like being a, or the you know being a, not a full adult. I even though legally you're 18, you're probably an adult. Yeah. Or legally you'll be an adult. Like you're not like I was an asshole at 18. Like uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. You know, I didn't know what the hell. You know, my ass from a hole in the ground. I still don't. But you know, <laughs> the, you know, at 18, <coughs> going into you know going into college and being already your essentially. Being respond, being, having the responsibilities of being a professional athlete, but doing it for free. Yes, you're getting in college, but you're not paid to go to school. You're paid to play football, right? I mean, well, yeah, no, yeah, I'm forced there. I am correct. I'm trying to put my thoughts together to not sound like a big idiot. They're they got like someone showed up in a black SUV and ripped them out of their house. And the, yeah. the next, the next up, they wake up the next day with football pads. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I mean, so obviously you're recruited to right. go there and either by 
you know, uh, Justin Fuente came to your house, Nick Saban came to your house to say, hey, I want you to play for me, or he sent one of his assistant coaches. So I guess usually it depends on how bad they really want you, right? right? Usually the big-time prospects, Nick Saban's going to show up at your door. Oh, yeah, for sure. If they're really interested. And so, yeah, but still, in that fact, I mean, say – I can't. Who's another big time head coach? I can't even think of one right that now. Was yeah, there you go. Good from Clemson. He shows up your door. Then Nick Saban shows up your door. Now you got a decision to make. But you know, was it Louisville basketball put? No, it was Tennessee just recently putting uh, money in the McDonald's yeah. bags <laughs> to. Uh, and I, oh, Louisville basketball was taking them to the strip clubs and yeah, stuff. Wasn't like that, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, when it boils down to, so what does it come down to? Oh, so I know I'm a shit, and that you know, two out of the Top five schools in the country want me. Right. What are you going to do to get me there? Yeah. But yeah. So nobody's forcing me to come there. I can go anywhere I want to. And I, and I, right. I if I'm 18, I'm going to be an arrogant son of a bitch and know that. I think, I, I think that's what I was trying to go. Yeah. I hear you saying it's like, could you be know, a little Scott not, stalking not right like, now. Yeah. You're not, you're getting not getting handcuffed and taken to the game. Yeah. Nobody's like telling me I have it's to not go. Like there. it's the longest yard and you're get let out you know, <laughs> the let prison out, yard. You, know, you have to play the guards. But the, I, the only reason I say Dabo Sweeney is that, uh, Nick Saban doesn't matter. Davis Sweeney was uh, recently. I think they asked him at one point, and this is probably wrong too. But like in the NCAA, the coaches can make money on the side by doing advertisements. At, well, know, they do commercials. They and- commercials, yeah. But if it was a player, no, that is not allowed. They can't use their likeness. Like they can't like you know that's why the NCAA football like video game yeah, you, hasn't been able to make because like correct you know they ruled against that so like the NCAA has still got around not paying them but they obviously are not making that game anymore because they can't use their likeness anymore but but there is something now where you can do something they, they can't they, certain players can make money off right. the likeness and 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 I don't know the full details of the case, I don't either so like I, I can't I can't put my finger on I just the know they 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 can make a certain amount but like you know like Dabo Sweeney like was like they asked him, hey, do you think players should make money? And he said no. But he's making money. How can, yeah, why would he say – how can you say no when you're making – Exactly. That That's what the, the – you know, to me is so – I mean, is that his counter-argument? Oh, they're getting a free education. They get free gear. My brother and I, we read something in this last year's bowl games that, you know, if you go to a bowl game, you automatically get – Oh, like a bonus. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, a bonus. And then players also get like a little bowl package, I guess. Or swag or stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Oh, you get a backpack. It's not a sack full of cash, but yeah. – Yeah, correct. But, you know, obviously the bigger the bowl you go to, the more gear you get. Yeah. I think uh, there was – does Sony have a bowl? Mm-hmm. We did read there was like actually everybody got a PlayStation 5, which is right. – <laughs> at that time, I'm sure everybody was, hell yeah, nobody else can get one, which half of them probably could have right. sold it. Who knows? A lot but, of people do sell that stuff, though. Like, yeah. I know people, you know. But people, man, dudes have sold the rings. And dude, stuff that's like what that. I was getting ready to say. I, you know, kind of going back on us talking about being broke and bankrupt and stuff. If you had a Super Bowl ring or any type of ring, a golf golf championship, we keep putting sure. basketball and NFL. There's a championship, even I, I, don't, I don't know, a high school state championship. I've never had one of those, never will, obviously. But all right, my question is could you ever think if you were down on your luck? Would I sell it? Yeah. World Series ring. You got a World Series ring. You won it. You were the relief pitcher to sat on the bench. <laughs> you got called up. If I was definitely on the bench, I'd have no problem selling it. Personally. Like, you would sell it? I, yeah, I would. You think so? Like, if it was like one of those, like, I was in dire straits and it would be like, you know, hey, or, like, a, lot, a good example, example would be like, I get, well, I'm just using myself as an example. All right. Let's say uh, I was a professional athlete and I had, you know, Sarah and I were married and let's say I had a kid, you know, like, 
I have no problem selling that thing because if that means I have to provide for my wife or my kid, you know. Well, when it suck. comes down to those yes. type of circumstances, that's, a, that's what I. That's the way. If it was me, that's how I think about it. You know, like if this means that I can make my next X Y Z, if buy, I can buy the bread save the my milk. house, if I can do that, oh yeah, man, I'm selling that thing. Yeah, I was there. I know I did it. Like for me, and this is just. I'm not trying to take like that holier than now, but. I just the way my brain works. Like, <coughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Got a hairball there. I'm oh, sorry, buddy. Winner. Um, I don't know. Maybe my, like I kind of grew up with that. Like my my like my mom and dad would be like, you know, maybe, you know, like you're gonna. Maybe this maybe not maybe the way to say this. this is probably not doing justice to dad, <laughs> but like be like, you know, you could be you could pull out of the um, dry, you know, I could pull out of the driveway tomorrow morning drive another gas station and I could be T-boned and I could die right. tomorrow. Sure. And that ring, if I had on my finger, I'm not taking it with me. It's going to stay here wherever I go after. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be wearing that ring. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to take it with you when you go. That's really cliche to say, but I kind of try to not like live my life on that one principle. But to me, if you're asking me right now, would I sell that ring if I was down on my luck and I needed to pay for it? I would be selling that thing. Sure. Yeah, so that's what I I think on a very, very, very last resort. Right. But oh, yeah. And I could be putting that on a pedestal too, but when you could when it when it would come down to circumstances like you're saying, I could definitely say, Oh, do I want my house or do I want a place right. to sleep tonight instead of a box? Or Oh yeah. Do I want my kids to eat if I had kids? If I to eat. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I guess where I've I've read some people sell it for drug money. Okay, well, yeah, then, <laughs> it's a different situation. I guess, I guess right. kind of that's what I was going with, but yeah. I think it would have to be one of those dire situations. Yeah, but especially when you have to work so hard just to get because you know you know yeah okay maybe I'm sure they, it'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be like there there is some players who've actually just got lucky and got traded to the right team and never got an ounce of playing. They don't have that emotional connection. Yeah, to it, yeah. and and they just sat on the bench the whole time mm-hmm. and okay, well I played for two minutes, but the rest of the time I was just practicing. So, and I still got a ring. Which well, you hear about the guys that like do that, like it's like people that have had a ring, but they didn't. They weren't like, you know, it's not as if, uh, you know, Tom Brady. No, I don't. I, I this is this is crashing and burning. So like those the people that are on the team still get a ring, right? Even if let's say we're young, They're like the Water Boys. Well, like, yeah, get, is that what you're saying? Or like, let's say, yeah, like you you're so far down in the depth chart, you didn't play a down on the field. You played your practice squad. Those dudes get Super Bowl rings, right? They still get, it. yeah. Because oh yeah, okay, you're right. Because even if you're uh, accounting for, you want some scotch? Mm-hmm. If you're accounting for uh, the Nationals, right? I think they get a staff ring. It's not okay. exactly what the players get, but they do get a championship. I had a buddy um, when RU. Or I have a buddy. He's still <laughs> we're still friends. <laughs> I was like, oh, shout out Josh. Um, he was a a manager for RU when they won the conference championship in two thousand nine. So he got a ring. Right? He got a ring. I don't know if it was. I can't remember if it's the exact same one the players got, but right. he showed it to me, and I remember it was just like had a big RU and some diamonds around it was for you know a small college yeah, winning yeah. a conference That's ring. Pretty sick. Yeah, I was, I was jelly, a little jellyfish. Ouch. Wait. You know, and this, you know, maybe I would feel differently if I was in that position. But if it was me, yeah, and I was yeah. like, you know, let's say I'm a part of the Buccaneers and I am a practice squad guy. And they're like, yeah, you got a ring because you're part of the team. To me, I would never wear that. This is me. 
Well, because you don't want nobody asking you about it. We'll be it. like, or, hey, what position do you... Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't play. Oh, yeah. To I me... Poured, I poured water. Yeah, or, I mean, like, I don't know, this is my opinion. No, and I, I get that, too, because... Um, someone, people could say I'm full of shit, like, oh, you for sure you'd be wearing that ring. I I don't think it yeah, would. Yeah, would you do buy that somewhere? Is that even real? I just, I don't know. To me, it would be like, I did feel like I wouldn't have earned it, but... That's just me talking. I mean, you did, you do though, in a different way, right? Yeah, I can see that. I, I know what you're saying. Like, you're part of the team. You, you're maybe a reason they got there. Like, I mean, you didn't score the winning touchdown or something, but But I don't think I'd be walking around like. Yeah, you don't want to drop my hand, flashing with it. So, boo. I just, you know, maybe, maybe this is me sitting here as non a non professional. Well, that's what uh, (laughs) my uh, Josh, my buddy, said that he didn't want to wear it. Yeah, he, he he wants to keep it, but he said he didn't want. People asking him, right? But I think maybe special occasions. I don't know. I would want to, you know. It's, it's kind of like where people have these old, nice, sweet ass cars, mm-hmm. and like, no, nah, we don't drive it or anything. But man, you gotta drive it, right? Yeah, I, yeah. You I, gotta, I, gotta, gotta take it out a little yeah, bit. It's gotta get air. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got an old split window sixty. I don't even when was a sixty four Corvette, and like that's one of the rarest Corvettes ever made. Mm-hmm. And there's like six figure cars, but. You just man, I want to just drive it to the gas station, yeah. and like to show it off a I don't little have to be bit. A daily driver, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not saying drive it to work every day, but just you know, like kind of how when we drove the Parkway today, that it's like man, be, when we were talking about cars there for a minute, how badass it'd be just to be going down the road, just hearing that. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I, that might not be a big V8. That might be a rice burner. Or <laughs> but don't don't judge my sound effect. You can imagine what it'd be like, though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly like that but no i know exactly what you mean like if i if i put that much time and money and like effort and sweat into like making something nice i'm gonna enjoy that thing you right. know but you know if i crashed it oh yeah that would suck oh but god yeah your soul would just reap out of your body that's one of those like the uh i've heard a couple people you know like the like having regrets of like to it would it, it's it would be awful to to live your entire life and have all these regrets and you, that's like cliche people that's in movies and TV shows and all that stuff like that and we're like you know like some people suffer in oh, what's the, the word or the quote can't even just suffer the pain of regret or suffer like you know silently in regret or something like that. I can't remember I'm butchering the quote and I just I was like in my mind and it's just gone now but you know. I the the I guess the I don't know I don't, I I don't totally, think I've heard this totally blew up in my head but like to go through life and and be like man I had this great car but I never drove it like it's like huge regret like for me it would have been like I drove that car till the wheels fell off and like you know not that you wouldn't take care of it but when I say drive till the wheels fell off I drove that thing all over the place mm-hmm. I put all these miles on and I took care of it and I was proud of it yeah I that, drove that thing you enjoyed it rather than being like I just look at it in the garage like I mean, that's just me this is my opinion. well some people will just you know I think if, if you're good with that that's yeah fine, and, and that's cool it's like this is mine but there's still to a fact I'm agree with 100% with you right. like I want to get in the car and drive it a little bit I mean you don't have to go on a right road trip but god yeah, just, you're not get, you know you don't have to go get just tickle your pickle or, a little bit, you know? you know exactly. So like this is a great example. Like when like, slap when I when I got my car, like I got like when I drove my Jeep Wrangler and or let me give an example. When I got my Jeep Wrangler, I think a couple times like I ended up getting like a couple scratches on it or something like that. 
It was like something dumb where I like yeah, had my keys it, it in kinda, my hand it kinda, and like rubbed up against the car and I put a scratch on the side. And then I was like, it oh, cut you deep. Fuck. Like this, this is awful, man. And then like, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm stressing about it. I'm trying, I'm already trying to find paint and all this. I'm trying to yeah. touch it you, up you and keep it I'm doing all this research prestige. stuff and I'm stressed about it. And I was like, and then like, you know, after that was like the first like month of owning it. And then like, like three years later, I'd be like, like uh, a rock comes up and chips a piece off. I'm like, that sucks. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. It's like, you know, it's, you can't stress about that kind of stuff. Or like, yeah. you know, drive you nuts kind of thing. But, you know, after a while, you know, it's not that you don't care, but it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, is that scratch on on something I can't see while I'm driving the damn thing, actually? Sure. Is that going to bother me that much? Probably not. I mean, when I started driving my, my current car, my Scion, like, there was that point where it was like, when it was like, it was new, it was like, you know, like not a scratch on the thing. I was, you know, washed it all the time because I really, you know, you know, I take pride in like taking care of the things that I, uh, that I own, like, like, you know. Like having a nice uh, car and keeping it in good condition, like you're saying. Like, but you know, at some point, like I picked up scratches, rocks at the car, it scratches. Like, got a ding in the door here. Someone, you know, I backed into a X Y Z. You know, it's like you know things are going to happen. But like you know, at the end of the day, it's like I enjoy driving the car. It's a nice car, but you know, am I stressing about that little scratch that I put on it like three years ago when I was rubbing up against you know with my keys in my hand? No, not really. But that's just the way my brain works, I guess. Like, you know, it's at that one point you're like stressed, maybe stressed about it. Like, it's got to be in mint condition. Otherwise, yeah. it ain't worth a damn. Yeah. And then like a year later, I'm like, oh, it's just another scratch. It'll be fine. You can't even see it in the dark. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, horrible, no, no, no. I'm with you 100%. So, you know, if if, if it was me I'm, and I'm doing that, have that Corvette in the car, oh, you better believe, man, I'm driving that thing all oh, over the place. Oh, well. What what sparked that was that you know going back to your power athlete John Wellborn guy, which you know, he's a good dude and he's a smart dude. Uh, power athlete John Wellborn, if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, smart dude with all athletics, nutrition. He, he didn't he play for the Chiefs. I uh, played for the Chiefs. I played for the Patriots. Oh, yeah. he played for the Eagles, Chiefs. He, he, he bounced around a little bit, but anyway, he's mostly with the Chiefs. And the Eagles, uh, he, the, he he runs power athlete. Runs yeah, he has his thing. So yeah. anyway, what I was going with that is that I was listening to one of his podcasts and he was talking about actually. How do I? How should I say this? That <clears throat> when he was, if he's ever going to be, when he's going to be laying on his deathbed, that when he looks back at his life, he wants to be able to say that, hey, I actually did said thing, or I drove mm-hmm. said car instead of just sit there and make. I remember playing on my phone a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, and it's just one of those things. Like, man, yeah, you gotta you gotta live a little bit, you know, and. I totally agree. Yeah, I, and you just, yeah, no, no regrets, right. regrets, regrets. No, re, yeah, no regrets. Not regrets. even a letter, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I yeah, I I would say like not like I'm saying go live your live your life fucking hard. Yeah. Just like, go out there, no regrets, hundred percent extreme. <laughs> but like, you should do the things that you care about that are going to make you happy. That are you going to look back on me like, man, I am glad I took that trip. Man, I am gra- glad I went to. That's you know. Yeah, you traveled or yeah, right. you I, saw something, one of the wonders of the world. Or I'm glad I went to go, you know, meet that person or I meet the, you know, <sighs> I'm glad I got to go to the Super Bowl or glad I got to go to, you know, you know, you're not going to look back and be like, man, I dicked her. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm glad I, I wish liked, I spent more time on my phone. Yeah, I'm glad I liked that post on Instagram. One yeah, time. And, you know, 
So I know I totally agree. That's and that's my mentality of like of like for the if I had like a that that nice situation of like hey you know if if I had to sell that ring. You know, I, I maybe on your deathbed, you're like in the grand scheme of things. I'm not taking this thing with me, but I will always have that memory of me winning a Super Bowl, winning a World Series. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, it's exactly what you're saying. So I agree. Yeah. Is this, I concur. Sorry. I kind of <laughs> rambled again. Do you but. concur? Why didn't I concur? But no, it makes me think like, you know, we went into this pandemic and that's the reason I started thinking like, shit. You know, and we we kind of found out that obviously when this first pandemic thought or started, in my experience, like man, we're this is some serious shit. Mm. We you know nobody knew what was going on, right. and you know, it's like we might die. You know, uh, if you get this, and now it seems like if you do get it, it's roughly depending depending on underlying yeah, health factors and, and stuff. It stuff could like just that. be a bad cold, right. and a lot of people. Well, not, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but from my experience of what people have told me who've gotten it, it's just been a a flu. It's been a, a maybe a shitty day or two, but that's yeah. Right. And I've 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 seen some people who've had extreme cases or not seen it, but I've read about it. Right. Or some people who've got got in a day and they just thought it was allergies or something. But I guess what I was going at was like, man, it's the reason I got to start doing stuff, you know, right. and like progress my it life. You, and it makes you kind of value exactly, like, yeah, what you the start, time you have yeah. here. Yeah, kind of like exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah because you know I start thinking about it and. This could be some scotch talking right now, but I start thinking about my mortality and right. it's like, okay, I'm going to be 35 soon. And so roughly, let's say I have another 35, that would put me at 70. Okay. It's like, man, I'm half over. <laughs> well, yeah. And like, you know, I have a goal that I actually would like to be a centurion and go to a hundred, but as long as I'm in full capable right. health and I can actually, I'm a halfway independent. And right. Yeah. The you know, quality of life, right? Yeah, you know, I could. Well, I might not be trying to pick up two hundred pounds and put it over <laughs> my head, but let's say if I want to go walk and right. get a cup of coffee at ninety years old, I or drive a whatever car there. I'm fully capable of that without having. We'll to probably have to, be flying cars at that point, right? Uh, Is that what they keep saying? No, jet, no sorry, jetpacks. I, I think. I mean, to catch up, but we're yeah, no, but, yeah, you're good. I'm just saying that. It's just like shit, you know. Is it, it just came became a little real. Or I had a realization. Yeah. That, oh, maybe I need to. You know, when you, you you're wearing that Utah Rocks shirt on, or you went to Bryce Canyon. You, did yeah. you go to the Grand Canyon too? Oh, uh, I have not been. Sarah. Sarah went. Okay, Sarah was telling me about I that. Not gone yet. But even did you say Zion Mountain, and Zion, and yeah. Zion National Park, and yeah, Bryce Canyon. So it's like, man, I haven't done that yet. And you know, and I think Daniel was telling me the other day that he went to. Yeah, he did go to the Grand Canyon yeah. stuff, and he was telling me his experience. Like, and then I think that's how I heard Sarah talk about it. And, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of those. And I, and like, I maybe to go off what you're saying is like, I totally agree. And that's my mentality is that like, you know, there, you know, things are not forever in it. And it, when you're young, you're, you're like a young guy. You're like, I have so much damn time. Like there is so, I, you know, I'm not going to die. I see people die. Mm-hmm. And I hear you hear about people dying, but it's not going to happen to me. I'm 18 years old. Not even thinking about it. Like, do you ever think about that when you're 18? See, Probably not, right? No, see, when I was in college and things, and things, hmm. you know, I'm 21, 22. It seems like I was just waiting to get to 21 because I didn't have to use my brother's ID to get in bars <laughs> and stuff anymore. And then, you know, once you get past that, then all of a sudden I'm graduated. Then all of a sudden, looking back on it now, right. I'm not saying this is everyone's experience, but then it's like, fuck, what happened? 
Yeah, you put a lot of value in that. Yeah, and, and you know, I don't, I don't, you know, we can talk about the open if we want to, but you know, when we were talking the other day that. Yeah, they put me into the thirty-five to forty-five or oh, forty-four. Yeah. I kind of yeah. feel like a dickhead. For you <laughs> Sorry, but I thought I, I thought I told you that. But anyway, I was like, oh. But anyway, but that kind of made more, other things more real for my right. experience. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm in this group now, which is. But it also made me feel pretty good too, because you know, like, well, I still feel pretty good fit. Yeah. Like I can hang in this group, no big deal. But it's like, damn, I'm in that age group. Yeah, but going on what you said that I would have never thought I'm not you know I'm just thinking I guess in that day thinking more of the present not the right future like oh what am I doing next tomorrow you know what am I I don't know I don't know if that's making I know, sense I think I know what you're saying like you know you're you're not in, and most people don't I feel like most people don't look like hey you know I'm stressed about or I'm worrying about or I'm man what's what's ten years down the road going to be I mean there may be but like a lot of people are more in the present I think than I would say on average. I mean, just my experience, like, you know, before... Pull me into the scotch. Yeah, of course. Dude, yeah, of course. One, one more for the road. Um, for taking, you know, I mean, your example is, would be, you know, yeah, you're in the, the you know, the time of COVID now that, hey, a lot of the things that you maybe never, never thought about that, hey, you don't miss it until it's gone, right? You know, that's that's so usually the experience. True when like things are taken away, you're like, man, you really appreciate those things. You didn't know how much you liked it until yeah, yeah, like, enough. Yeah, you take I, those I, things for granted. I've I've, right? had, I've had that realization come to me. So and me too. You know, it's you know, you know, going out and doing you know, going to yeah, you know, going to the the movies is something as simple as yeah. that. That used to be like, oh yeah, dude, you just go to the movies at any time you yeah. want. You could literally just drive there in the middle of the day and do it, or you yeah. could you know, do that on the weekends, or whatever. You take mm-hmm. those things for granted. And then once it's taken away, it's a very small example. But, you know, for a lot of folks, you know, that have had things taken away like that, that could be really big or, you know, that could be small in the grand scheme of things. But, yeah, like, you know, doing those things like going to, like, Zion and Bryce Canyon and those things you, like, you always remember and those will stick with you. And I'm like, you know, that's one of those, not maybe once in a lifetime, you can still go do it. But, like, you know, those are very memorable things that, like, okay, well – you know, if I never did that and that's always something I would want to do and be like, man, I'd look back and be like, I wish I would have done those things. Sure. You know, and then with the time of COVID now and, you know, man, like, you know, I can't go and travel now because, you know, there's lockdowns or quarantines or whatever and makes things difficult. It makes you really kind of value like, man, that's something I took for granted before that now looking forward, this is something I want to make a priority of like, hey, I want to go do these things because, my scope of references now so that I'm going to appreciate these things that maybe I took granted once that are going to be actually very valuable experience, valuable experiences. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. with, um, Hey, looking forward to being 21. Like you're <clears throat> so excited about, man, like I'm going to be able to do so many cool, so much cool stuff. Like, you know, like people always like, you know, at 21, I could buy a beer. Yeah. And like, that's like one of those, I think for most people, it was like same thing with driving. Like once you get of age to drive, mm-hmm. I feel like my life is going to change forever. And then the next day I woke up and I felt exactly the same. I had a, another piece of plastic next to me. Yeah. <laughs> the, walking around the newness like, wears off, I right. guess. Yeah. So like, but you know, having something taken away from you, like, I don't know, the situation like you're describing, like world COVID and things like that, you know, it makes you really appreciate those things. And, and and I just, I mean, just 
I started thinking about this. Like, we should take COVID seriously. I'm not saying that it's yeah, just not yeah, a cold. I, I totally agree. And I, you know, and I'm really sympathetic of people who have lost people due to COVID. But I'm just saying that for the most part, we found out it's not as serious as that when it first came along. Right? Yeah. I mean, and I, I just wanted to clarify that. that right. I'm yeah, yeah, not, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to be a dickhead saying, oh, don't worry about COVID. It's no big deal. It, yeah. And, and, but it's true with any, it's like, you can say that with anything of like the flu can hit somebody super hard and then right. some people can just take a day and it's no, and it's just, that depends. So, and there's know. still a lot of people who still die just from the flu. Right. Yeah. And even small children. And, uh, I actually had a, I don't know if it's a step person. I don't know. They're, they're standard family. Yeah. yeah, yeah standard family. family. There we go. That's a better word. But they, they, they call it the vid and it also turned into almost like a double, ammonia thing mm. and so it was serious for them and, and luckily enough you know they recovered from it right but you know it just still but also they were not also in the best of health too because right. compared to lifestyle choices mm. and things of that nature but i think we are learning though this can prepare us for what if something else was right. to come about that's actually killing people like the mortality rate is more than like fifty uh, percent, Thanos snaps his fingers and <laughs> it knocks out half yeah. the people. Whereas this is like, yeah, for the most part, I have not known anybody personally who has passed away from it. But everyone, like I said earlier, that yeah, they just got right. it. It seems like a cold or allergies. Yeah, and it's and that's one of the. I, mean, I think I just want to clarify that everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's so scary for a lot of folks. Is that like you know it could people just the not knowing the fear of the unknown is like it's worse than the actual thing. I mean this. You know, have you ever heard of that? Like the fear of the thing is not is not as bad as the actual thing. I've always I've heard before that everyone's always scared of what they don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if not like, not the way you put it, but I've heard it. Said yeah. Like that your way. brain is going to make it brain. Your it, mind. It, is, and <laughs> I can relate to that. Your 100%. mind is going to make it much built it up to be much worse or something like that. And well, I'm not, it, it's I'm not discounting COVID. I'm just saying, like you know, for like the fear of COVID, maybe in, in insert COVID. Like of getting sick and having this disease that could potentially kill you, or it could be totally fine. That's such yeah, you'd a be wide asymptomatic difference. and you're fine. Yeah, and like some people don't have symptoms, like you're saying, is symptomatic, and then the next person could strike them down, like a lightning bolt out mm-hmm. from heaven. <laughs> so you know, you know, it's not, it's hard to with something that's so unknown. People, I think people will insert this, like, well, shit, it could be me. I could be the one that. And that's what I could be in perfect health, and then it you know strike you down. You just don't know. Is it based on that's so what, many factors? That's but. what I was telling my mom the other day that she had her chance to get her first shot, right? And she asked me if I should get or she should get it, and mm-hmm. I told her yeah. And she said, "Well, what if you know?" And obviously, she's reading all this random bullshit about how what if grow tails, and stuff yeah, like that, grow right? gets two heads, and and I was like, "Mom, all right, let's say that you don't get it, the shot, and I don't get it either." But you do get COVID, and you're asymptomatic to it, and you know. And obviously, mom's not a CrossFitter; she don't work out or right. do not to the extent of I do or anything. But um, that I get it, kind of what you're saying. Whereas healthy-ish guy knocks me down and puts me into a hospital, and it's just because my body just for had a gen- reaction yeah, to it or yeah. genetic yeah. reasons, factors, engineering. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just yeah, just couldn't handle it, even though that. I thought I was doing everything to prevent it. Yeah, it didn't work. Just, but yeah, because you just you just don't know. And that's that's I don't know if I'm 
I may have went on a little tangent there, but or kind of misrepresentation of what you just said. But no, I, I but yeah, but I, anyway, I told her to get get the fucking shot. <laughs> just for you, you yeah, should yeah. get it. Just because you're older, mm-hmm. you. I mean, yeah, healthy or life's. I don't know. But yeah, I just you more predisposed than not predisposed. Higher risk, maybe. higher risk. There we go. Higher risk for me, in my opinion, in my thoughts. Yeah. So she got it. But yeah, I mean, you know, I she hasn't grown a tail yet. <laughs> Not going. I, I get my second one next next week. Next yeah. Wednesday, I'm going to talk about that. But you know, it, you know, I I'm I'm in the place that if it, um, and we sorry, I talked about this with Sarah, and like you know, we had, you know at some point talked about. And there's this like the rumor again, the unknown is what the worst part is. Like, you know, we talked about it and like, you know, at some point we're going to have kids and then, you know, there had been some people are talking about how, you know, some people have, you know, are, we're not sure of like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to have kids later. Would this affect that? And they're like, well, we just don't know. Well, it's like, Oh, Oh man. Don't know. Just cause, just somebody just yeah, knows like, okay we just don't it's so early and a lot of people were making that argument of like which is legitimate i i, I i'm not discounting i'm just saying like you know the the speed in which like the the um the vaccine came out and i know it's like tested and all that stuff i took the shot so i'm not like saying like don't go get the shot yeah, i'm I, not again i'm not against the shot but what, i guess what i'm saying is that Again, the unknown. We just don't know. And for a regular Go person like me, I don't know. You know, like, you know, the, for example, the flu shot has been around for a long time. And it's been, Correct. you know, and it's still people get the flu. Yeah. <laughs> so then when you hear about potentially, hey, we don't know a lot of the, it's, it's very early on. There's this new shot. And like, I'm sure when the flu shot came out, people were like, inject me with a virus. Like. That doesn't sound like it, you know. I'm 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 not trying to sound dumb or like anything. Like that. But with 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 the vaccine though, they're not shooting you up with the virus. Right. It's, it's, it's a it, protein, right. right? Yeah, it's like it, you get the so, and, that, and that's the difference of yeah, the flu it's, shot it's versus like a dead this one. version of the virus. Correct. But like in other words, some people have reactions and some people don't. And some people I've had, you know, like you know complications because of it. And I'm not. And I, it's a very political issue now in the climate. But like you know. I Sarah was reading articles like read a, t- a ton about it. I, I was like looking at it a bit, and they were like saying that some people have reactions where you know it could impact down the road. You just don't know. So like long term effects. Yeah, long term <clears throat> effects that you just don't know yet because everyone's different. So it's hard to say. Oh yeah, you're gonna be fine. You're not gonna have any issues. Well, yeah. Well, it, well, there was a small percentage of short term effects. So, you know, I've read a few Bell's palsy. Um, right. There was one person that I think, obviously, I get all my info from Joe Rogan. Yeah, I know you're talking. Died. Yeah, he died. I think he was in Florida. Then apparently, Google and everybody tried hiding yeah. that. And but if he went to a different web browser and it showed up, yeah. it would show up. Yeah. But it was, that's a whole other ball of wax too. But yeah, 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 yeah. The the uh, the higher elites mm-hmm. of America trying to black that out yeah. as if you want to get real conspiracy right. theory i guess well like i had heard like i guess going back to what it seems like that you know we were like well some people have said that like they at one point they had said like you know like if you're considering uh trying to have kids like you should avoid getting it or then it was like then it changed to being like all right if you have a kid you should avoid or if you're pregnant you should avoid taking it now but it was like that was when it was like just coming out at the time that like very early on when it's coming out when they don't have a ton of like research 
they're saying they just don't know. So a lot of people are not sure. Like, I don't want to put this in my body if I don't know what's going to happen to it. It's true for anything. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that goes even to health reasons and stuff. I mean, I mean, yeah, we're drinking scotch and we were talking about eating terrible food either, but Mm -hmm. also, you know, I'm not also going to put just random stuff into my body just because, I don't know what a hundred, you know, I feel, I feel supplements and stuff like, I don't know exactly what this stuff is doing. Like you trust that it is what it says it is, but. You know, could I have a bad reaction? Exactly. It's like if you know, someone has a yeah. peanut allergy. Like, yeah. did this come from a factory that says it doesn't have Correct. peanuts, but there's a chance that it could, I guess. Yeah, and it's just so weird how everybody's body is right. just so different. Just in exactly what you're saying. Like, I can eat, as far as I'm aware of, I can right. eat. I, did, I was allergy tested. I'm not supposed to eat almonds, but I still do. And I've never had anything crazy. I've been yeah. said the same thing for tomatoes. But right. also, if somebody touches a, a walnut or a Brazil yeah. nut, it, Exactly. Yeah, the throat closes up immediately, right. and it's fucking what? What the fuck? How's our bodies made this? Way? Yeah, I guess my opinion is that like I can I can have this fear and this opinion, and 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 not at the same time. That does not mean that I don't think vaccines are legitimate. Oh, I am pro vaccination though. I'm just yeah, yeah folks. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I, but you can have an opinion and be like, I'm concerned that hey, this could have some effects down the road. Just don't know about it. It's just they don't know yet because we're in- Because they, they just don't un- fucking know exactly. because it's so new. So like, you know, when Sarah, Nobody knows. Sarah and I were, considering, you know, we talked about, you know, having a family and having kids later on. And like, you know, at one point they were like, yeah, you know, it could be risky for the mom. And then like <laughs> found out recently that it's, it's probably riskier for the dad as far as like- Oh, I've heard that. Some, like fertility issues. And then I was like, that, again, I, I'm not like done- like, Wait, wait, so testing. wait, wait, wait. So- there is research saying have, that it could be riskier for the male. I've heard that. I'm not, like, I, I, I haven't done like a deep dive into it, but I've, I've, I've heard that people, Some like, some people are, have said, have said, expressed concern and saying that, you know, I think it's actually probably safer for the mother to take it. Well, like there could be a risk for men, but again, that doesn't mean that oh, you know, your swimmers aren't going to swim if you take the shot. It just says that there is a, there is a chance. They think that there could be a risk. Now, that I again, I'm not coming from a position of where I know I haven't done like a ton of research on it, but we're you know again, there's just a lot of unknowns. So in my mind, you know, we're thinking about like, man, should we get the, you know, in the short term? Yes, it'd be great to not get sick, but if if I don't take the shot, is does that affect my risk of maybe having kids later? And so you know, and that's one of those things. That's like a big, you know, that's a big thing. Like being you know not able to have like kids because you took like the virus again i'm not saying this is what's gonna happen i'm just saying like you know if a, a year ago i mean it took this virus and then in 10 years or five years when i tried to have a kid they're like oh yeah well you can't have kids now because you took the shot and you had a bad reaction to it and we're like you know that sucks like that's a hard pill to swallow but that would be I think true for a lot of things. I don't know. I, I kind of ramble on through it again. But no, you're not. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, like, no, it makes a hundred percent. Not. I'm not. I, I, because you know, just there's so many unknowns. So it's. I feel it's. It's a natural <laughs> fear, just like we talked about the un, fear well, or the unknown. Just you don't no, know what's going to happen. Because I did read an article the other day. I think it was the Hill who posted it, or I can't remember. But they there was a baby actually born in with a mom that actually had both vaccinations, but also the baby was born with. The antibodies of having the for the COVID, okay, yeah, and but as you're saying though, that could just be that one. There was only right. one case that's been proven, right? So nobody can see the future that I know of. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that 
what we're doing right now, then five years later, we shouldn't have fucking did that. Right. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's a hard but, pill. But, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, but yeah. do you take a chance or do you not take yeah. a chance? And, and in our case, we were like, well, both for our, you know, we have family members that are higher risk. Like, you know, my parents are higher risk, and do I want to give the chance of being the guy that gets them sick, going home to visit them at Thanksgiving, or you know, yeah, that kind of thing? So you know, like, yeah, I I would prefer to the ones that I, that care about or my loved ones and make sure they're safe and that means that if i get a chance to make it uh button it up right you know what i'm saying like <laughs> make sure that's a safe thing by me you know getting the vaccine yeah i'm gonna do that but you know at the same time you're like in the back of your head and at least for me it was like <laughs> i wish i almost would have not known about those things to say like hey there's some people are having some risks of you know or there's a chance or here's some stuff because that makes you just second guess yourself but yeah i mean immediately it's just once i unless it's 100 percent proven right and you know i'm immediately oh, yeah shit. or I, so you know, like there's 99 percent like, what about that one percent yeah exactly you know, it's like <laughs> what happened know, there there's nothing that's you know there's nothing guaranteed in this life but right you know i'm like you know except death and taxes right but death and taxes <laughs> the, the old the old joke right we're gonna be born and we're gonna die is what i thought yeah, but I death mean, and it's taxes. gonna happen to everybody it comes to everybody um but, you know, like it's, it's like the fear, like the guy's talking about it, maybe like the fear of the unknown. It's like, you know, when you're a kid, were you afraid of the dark when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. I had to sleep with a, I had a lamp or something. Like I, like that for, there was for, a period, I don't, I there was don't a period of my life that I was like, just freaked out. Like, yeah, I had to sleep with a lamp on. And like, even if it was just like bedroom. a hallway light or something like that. And it wasn't, and it probably wasn't afraid of the dark. It was probably what was in the dark. That you couldn't see the fear of the unknown, not being able to see down that hallway. I mean, like your mind puts like a book. It makes your your yeah. mind will go fucking crazy. Yeah, and your <laughs> mind will put something there that thinks, "Oh my gosh, what's on the other side of that door? What's on the other side of that hallway?" And they yep. don't, you know. Well, and we also, like, I think we used to like go from the basement and like flip the light and run up the stairs. <laughs> These <laughs> demons ain't getting me. Just yeah. run the fuck fuckers up. aren't getting Dude, me. Because yeah, you went to my basement today, and that it used to be that way. Like my parents got that uh, finished off and. I guess I was six, yeah. fifth. I don't remember what grade, but yeah, there's only certain light switches that this side and this side. Where the one is like immediately you can't see. You like fucking in, you see yeah, you're like, going up uh, the stairs. <laughs> the, oh, I ain't going down there. Ain't catching me. Complete dark. But uh, we we talked about this in another podcast, though. But we've created these images or being scared of monsters or right. whatever just from our primitive instincts i guess oh yeah we talked about that yeah, yeah, yeah. okay like with the spiders and like the yeah because like people that. were scared of the dark of like yeah i think i said cats which is like i meant like tires and jaguars yeah big cats and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah big cats yeah but sleeping at night you know and i think that's you know we talked about genetic memory mm -hmm. and stuff and it's the same thing right. it's like you know we're sleeping at night we don't know what the fuck's around these corner and like some of them you know mo or i think most animals can see in the dark right can, can oh, a fair animal i know like a lot of can the, dogs see in the dark i think they have better night vision than we do well they're some of them are hunting dogs so i think yeah i think they just have better eye like they could have, and hey know. can you see in the dark oh okay. bark twice if you <laughs> but blink twice if you're in milwaukee but like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean yeah like cats have a better uh night vision than like humans do yeah i mean but that's and there's a lot of animals who hunt at night and yeah, stuff like that are nocturnal predators yeah, yeah. that are designed so that. yeah i mean going off what you said though yeah that's the reason most young kids are scared of the dark because right. i mean a young person can't defend themselves and then when you watch uh i think you follow it nature versus metal. nature is metal nature is metal Fucking yeah, dude, and you see like animals just carrying off cubs or little small babies, and 
And it gives you, like, and it says, oh, you know, X percentage of while babies can only survive so far in their life until they make it to adulthood. Yeah. And it's different from watching BBC World. Yeah. Like everything is like, oh, look at these two fish. Yeah, that are swimming they together. swim together. Yeah, and like on the other side, it's like, you know, they're all getting eaten by <laughs> each other. Right. Whatever. Did you see that? It's meme? all finding Nemo. The meme the other day, I don't know if I can't remember if I sent it to you, but it's one of those stupid ones I sit there and just laugh at like an idiot. But it was, it's been scientifically proven that an octopus will just punch a fish just because of out of spite or something. And then it had a thing over like an octopus, like, fuck them fish. <laughs> it's like, what? An octopus will just punch one randomly? It's scratchy, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's what it seemed like. And I don't, I don't know. I was just, oh. I don't know where I was going. I, no, but, I was not going anywhere like, with that. I just, the big cat. You're talking about the big cats. It's yeah. natural. It's like, you know, you're not afraid of the dark. You're afraid of that big cat that is hanging out in that yeah, tree. Yeah, there is something yeah. that's going to fucking get me. Like, like and, I, I hate heights. It's not like so I'm afraid of the height. I'm afraid of falling off that high thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, even not just big cats, but you like you said, spiders, right. fucking snake. I mean, you just never know what's crawling up next to you. Right, if you live in Australia, um, all the things that want to kill you, right? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> go camping. I mean, that's serious <laughs> camping out there. The, um, yeah, <laughs> like uh, the I can't remember which show it was I was watching, where they oh. they make a circle uh, around their campsite so that like they put like a specific thing around the campsite to prevent like spiders or snakes or I can't remember what it was but they were like in the Amazon or something like that and like yeah we, we make like this specific mark around that maybe it was like a line or they put like some kind of like something to, to deter like snakes or spiders from crawling into their camp because yeah there's so many things that they could die you could die from if you got bit but you're in the Amazon, you ain't getting any venom because the hospital is 50 miles away, 100 miles away, 150 miles away. So it's not necessarily the, the fear of getting bit. It's the fear of not being able to make it after getting bit, right? Yeah, like what do you do after that? Right. Unless it's, you have a medical yeah, unless person you have, there. or you happen to have the antivenom, but you know. I know on uh, the meat eaters, guys, when they hang meat and stuff, I think they actually put electrical grid kind of around. Oh, okay. Uh, I've seen it. Or they do something to try to prevent bears from right, coming in to, and to mess with it, taking yeah. the meat that's they have hanging while they're camping. So I guess it could be something. I mean, I'm sure in Amazon yeah. they don't have an electrical grid, but I, I mean, I'm it's probably yeah, up to a car battery. Take precautions to do that. So that you have to do something. I mean, what if you know some fucking monkeys or something come in there, right? Right. You know, nature is metal. So you know, if you're you're out there and you're no longer on the top of the food chain, you're you're fair game. You know. I don't know, man. It's it's wild to think about. So yeah, and and then yeah, I guess the fear. That's like a, the fear of yeah, it's not knowing or the fear of. I think it's a lot of is unknown. Failure. Unknown, yeah, man. It's a, it's just scary because you know, your brain can't handle what it doesn't know. Yeah, and I mean, I mean you see so many human thing. horror movies and stuff, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you know you flip off the lights or whatever, and you're in complete darkness, yeah, and, and you, Jason Voorhees is behind you, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and but, then all of a sudden, oh, you're dead. <laughs> but, I yeah, mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah, it's wild to think, you know, I guess there's so much that we think we know about the brain, but we also don't know right. about the brain. 
it's like the have you ever seen those things where you you read the sentence and then like you go and then like at the end it's like go back and look at the sentence and the, the words are all jumbled up but your brain but, but your brain automatically it. knew it so like your brain is interpreting these things faster than you can like you can like maybe subconsciously it's doing it but you're not yeah, you, you, you automatically read the line and you thought it was 100% correct, but your, then... Your brain fixed the parts that were broken. Correct. Right. And then it tells you to go back and look at it. Then you actually, you know that stuff is broken now. Right. And, and then you're like, that's, oh, fuck, they I fucked that word up. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, oh, that's where it's spelled wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, yeah, um, and that's wild to think about too. Yeah, your brain just fills in the holes and that's like how you survive though, but like how your brain adapts to like whatever it fills in the spots, but yeah. you know. Well, I mean, isn't that one of the parts, or scientists will think that's how we, uh, how human species evolved, is that, you know, we started eating meat, and or that we stone ape theory. And, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, you go on Joe Rogan Talk thing, but yeah, but yeah. anyway, our brain started growing in sizes for whatever reason that right. we uh, randomly stood up and started picking fruit out of a tree mm-hmm. and. This is probably the scotch talking right now. now <laughs> I'm talking about this, but yeah, just and then our brains just from I don't know just started growing, and that's why we started getting smarter. And yeah, or like uh, we were able to, you know, create or change, like obviously evolve, adapt, yeah, and change. So you know, instead of being like heavily reliant on. Like something as basic as I I I I just hit something over the head with a club to to kill it. Yeah. Other than I know how to grow this food to mm-hmm. you know. So if I can't get club this thing over the head, I can still survive. Or well, it's it's almost been proven that human species did start in Africa. Oh yeah, that's like that? the, yeah, that's like where essentially the like they have traced it back to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just wondering. So how we got from point A to point yeah. B. I listen, so I listen to a lot of history podcasts too that are not Joe Rogan. Um, hard to believe. How but dare you? <laughs> don't tell him. If he's listening, don't tell him. Uh, Sorry, Joe. Um, but like they were talking about how, hey, it'd be like the, it, it's called bro history. Bro? Bro history. Like B-R-O. Like bro. Like bro history. <laughs> so and it's two dudes that are literally doing the cycle of what we're doing. They sit there and they drink and they talk about a podcast. They do a lot of research on it and they're very well read. And they're smart dudes you can tell like when they're talking. Oh, so that's the part we're missing. We're not well read and doing research. Man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> oh. you. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> All right. So now, how may, well I can read. We may have found the key to this. So but we, we need to research more. <laughs> so it's like when um, we, maybe I, I said this earlier. It's like, you know, I think of someone as someone who's very, very smart and very, very sharp, or they are like the master of something. And I'm not know if they're masters, but if something can, if someone can take something really complicated and make it seem very easy and like make it in, have you ever heard of that? Like, like, doing like very dumb it down for taking a people massively like complicated thing and explain, you know, the whole explain to me like I'm five. If you can do that on something that's massive scale and just yeah. explain to it in the simplest terms, you have a complete grasp of the subject, which is I agree. I, struggle with I agree. Lot, right? yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, I don't know if you know about this about me, but I solve equations. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes at MIT, they're written on a board, <laughs> and I'll just I just go up there. And so- <laughs> I go up there and solve them and just go um, back home. <laughs> but 
But uh, so like when these guys do this podcast, it's very casual listening to like it's very easy to listen to the talk. It's not like, oh, yeah, they're explaining this high, you know, high level uh, theory of how humans got to this. And there's all this like extra data. And, hey, we're looking at these studies. It's more of like a, a, a very conversational. Like if you were uh, talking to someone at a bar, they're like, all right, so here's this is how this group of people got here. They think it's because there was a land bridge. Oh, a land bridge. What's a land bridge? A land bridge is just a piece of land that was that's covered by water now. That wasn't at one point. And it's like Is that the Russian Russian Alaska? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and they were talking about like the one I was listening to was like the <laughs> the the title of the the episode was like the origin or the invention of like the Japanese people. Like how did these people get on that little island? Compared to like, okay, they a human started in Africa, right? So how did how did people from Africa end up all over the world. Yeah, if they if that's truly where everything started, how did people get across the massive stretches of ocean to end up where they're ending up? So they, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that they're masters, but the way that the the podcast is laid out, it's like explains in a very simple terms because that works for me. <laughs> simple I guy. agree. Simple guy. I like so it would that be stuff. like, hey, this is how we think it happened, and then then they'll like very, very clearly. Uh, in in few words, say this is how we think it happened. This is how all the research happens. They'll say, so, you know, this is how it happened. This is how we think it happened. Moving on to the next thing, so it's not like very very like complicated and like they're not saying five words when they can say it in three words. If that makes kind of yeah, I get you. I get you one hundred percent. Yeah, that you know, and I think it's interesting. And I am losing my train of thought now. So I wish I would have been able to. Gather some of that. Math no, no, that's good. that was good stuff. But you know, you know, going from like <clears throat> how people got from. I guess I was thinking about the podcast where people got from Africa, they got to Japan, or how like people from Africa to um, this island, or you know, if, if that's where we all originated from. Like, it's amazing to think about how people got to where they got, and you know, like a maybe at one point, yeah, like I said, there was a land bridge where someone was able to just walk across, but now it's under a mile of ocean or something like that. Yeah. But, no, because there was there. That's scientifically yeah. proven. There was one there. Like, but which is crazy to think. I don't know. There is a, there's an island, and I don't know if it's in between Africa and Europe or what, and I can't think of the name of it for myself, but it's a complete different, I don't want to say species of people, but another culture of people that have, Close off everything to the outside world. Oh, uh, is this in the uh, North Sentinel Island? North Sentinel Island. Yeah, sound. it's like a, there. Uh, that sound. Africa and India or something like that. It's, that it's in okay, like Africa and India sounds correct. More Mediterranean, correct. right? Because that's in. The- but yeah, they would not. They won't allow any outside worlds in. But and if you come there, if you go into that they, place, they try to kill you, yeah, right? you're you're dead. So it's just fucking weird. So it's I, like it, a time capsule, right? Of uh, a living time capsule. Yeah, of almost. There's no telling what theories and ideologies right. they're going off of but and how i guess they have no electricity or anything oh they can't i mean i guess if they're living like that yeah but you, no that. connections to the outside world besides whatever they're just seeing right there mm-hmm. but i just wonder if somebody had to go think, in there and figure it figure it out just I've, heard, to, I've actually listened it's interesting you bring that up because i've actually listened to a couple podcasts about that <laughs> <laughs> just randomly it'll be like hey like this you know uh North Sentinel, North Sentinel, North Sentinel Island. I North think Sentinel, Island. but yeah, but like they had people a while back. There was like a history podcast where I listened to. I listened to a lot about history podcasts. 
But they were like, they had people try to go to the island. And then they all either like someone got to the island, but was eventually killed or like this, like they kept sending people in there and they kept either getting kept, kept getting killed or like, you know, they don't know how it started, but they think at some point, like someone who was from like Europe came over and tried to colonize or not colonize. There's not a way to say it, but like. Like a settlement? Uh, Yeah. Or like they tried to like essentially like establish like a, hey, we're going to. Make we're gonna a, make this a, a spot world. here, yeah. And then, like, either it, they had an argument, or like there was a disagreement, or like, you know, one of them got sick. Like, you know how, you know, like when in the Americas, it's like a lot of the native populations got sick from diseases that were exclusively in Europe because they had never been exposed to that. Whereas Europe was such a diverse group of people. Yeah, for it's like a, a time capsule, and then you go from here to here, and if this people have never had this sickness before. It just ravages them, ravages them. It's like COVID. No one's ever had it before. So it's very, you know, I think it was smallpox is what the, what they were doing or something like that. It was the one that they were infected with that they didn't have any antibodies for that. So it just wiped everybody just like fucked everyone up oh, because shit. they didn't have any antibodies for that. They weren't exposed to that. Whereas if you were exposed to it in Europe, you probably had, family or someone that had antibodies or immunity or you developed an immunity by living there for years and years. You probably heard immunity too, I guess. Right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, then going to a new place, if you'd never had experience of that, you're pretty much screwed. So they think, Hey, it could have been that. Like this guy comes to the Island, coughs on somebody and then now they get sick and die. And they're like, well, in our, you know, religion or in our lifestyle, you know, that is, you know, this means this or this means that or, you know, or like, obviously, my 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 brother died because this guy came to the island. That means that's shit. Like, <laughs> all right, anybody that comes to the island, we're going to fucking kill him because we don't want to die. Didn't they do that in uh, Ace Ventura 2? That they didn't know about disease right. and stuff. And then he walks in there and goes, Hatch! Yeah, sneezes all over. Yeah, they're like, get scared. this <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean that. Film. Oh man, I think it's on Turner Classic. Movies. I don't know <laughs> oh, if it's still running dude, it should have won a Grammy. I, 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 all right, all right, hold on. Uh, you know, Oscar switch or Oscar? We're, we're kind of uh, might be switching gears here. Might need to start taking this one home, bro. Oh okay, yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick though, just a thought when we're talking about switching gears and Oscars and Grammys and disease and stuff. Well, this has nothing to do with disease. Uh, From Bi- disease. Bill Burr, he was on... Oh, Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. Grammys? Oscars? Oh, yeah, and the Grammys, yeah, yeah. And now everyone wants to cancel him again? Yeah. Because... He said someone... They said that woman's name wrong? He said the woman's name wrong, and he did say something about... He, he came out and did almost... He was trying to do a bit. Right. When it, and he... If, he's not very politically correct. Correct. And if people don't know, he's, he's kind of a... He's not very politically correct. He almost has like... A, he he comes off as an angry comedian, I guess. Yeah, it's like that's like his personality. Yeah, like, a Boston. Hey, this street me off. Yeah. Fight. But he, you know, he came out and he said something. There's a piano solo, and he goes, "Did anybody want to kill themselves to that? They're just, just me." And instantly, almost wanted to get canceled. Yeah, and but it, if you go watch any of his previous stand-ups and stuff, that's yeah. But you know, and um, 
I watched his other one, Paper Tiger, and he 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 does it in is it London? It's in England or something. I forgot what city, but he comes off and goes, you know, everyone says America's fat, but it's not like you guys are really in shape either or something along those lines. Yeah, he's like, I'm looking out in the crowd and I think y'all are full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's his comedy style, yeah. and I I didn't. Want to switch gears is hard, but it's yeah, just, that you. something just sparked that thought in my head. Um, it was just like, damn, because people mean, try it when. Do you remember when he went and did SNL and he made all these jokes? And uh, yeah, they tried to do that to them. He did a Rick Moranis joke about getting punched in the face, yeah. didn't he? And you know, he made all these other jokes that people were like, like clutched their pearls, like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't remember, but like, you know, that and everything is so political now. And do you yeah. think? Do you think comedians are getting hit harder? During the pandemic, or, or no, just or, in general, uh, for cancel culture, I think so. I mean, like a good example would be uh, Tom Segura. Yeah, like he had a bit about how you can't say specific words anymore. Okay, do, do you remember him talking about that? Ah, uh, yeah. So like, they took hit what he said out of context, and I didn't hear what people said about. So they they were like, oh, he used this word as like a you know, uh. Or he in this bit, he the whole point of the bit was that you can't say this word anymore because it's offensive. And then he would tell jokes based on like, hey, some things that you are like you can't make fun of are like that you can't make fun of are actually funny. Or I can't make I'm not doing him justice right now. So, but someone who's listening could go look it up. But essentially, they took the parts that they wanted to, and like only focused on like, hey, he said this. So we have, you know, he's got to get canceled because of that. And he's like, well, in, if you actually listen to the bit from the beginning to the end, he actually agrees with what you're saying that you shouldn't say it. Yeah. And he's making fun of the fact that, you know, people who say that or pay, you know, and I, and I don't know, it's kind of, that's it's not, a, I'm not doing a good job of explaining it. But in other words, the long and short of it is they took what he was saying out of context. They didn't look at the whole thing. So it'd be like, taking an entire uh, paragraph and and reading the first sentence and being like, oh, I know exactly what the guy said. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you don't. You only read the first sentence. In the beginning, there was light. Oh, I got it. I got the rest. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I'm with you. So, you know, that was what it was. And I think people were just like, they want to have a cause to jump against when they don't know like yeah you know i don't know i'm I'm, I'm well well, that's kind of what i was getting at is that a lot of comedians we're not maybe not a lot but most comedians will say fucked up stuff just to get reactions out of people and even though if they don't truly believe it they'll make it into a joke and because they will get a lot of reactions Mm -hmm. out of it i mean all right for example uh all right Today I've seen memes all over Instagram of Joe Biden falling down those steps. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Or he tripped or whatever, and now he's getting mocked over the internet. Like there was my favorite one. There's uh, Mario in his Mario Kart or in his in his go kart, and he's right. right and it says three, two, one, go. Like they're playing Mario Kart. And he rides up, and he's throwing banana peels out oh, of Joe shit. Biden <laughs> while he's tripping. Like, but you know, I guess nothing. I mean, I don't want to get this political or anything. Yeah, but yeah. that's just some of the type of humor. I mean, it's just funny. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not political. It's just yeah. It's, okay, he fell. Down, everybody falls downstairs. Right. We're humans. We we're not perfect. It happened. I've tripped. I've right. been in front of my balls before. <laughs> He's like, you all right? <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like I don't fall down or yeah. trip. But anyway. I, I think it's interesting. Like with guys like Bill Burr, like they are unapologetic. Like 
No, that's not what I meant. And if you guys take it that way, that's your own problem. I'm. Yeah, he's said. he's making a bit. He's trying to be. Funny. Yeah, he's trying I to mean, make people laugh. Go look back and look at uh, who's the the big comedian? God, why would Louis C.K. Well, not only him, but even before him, uh, the main guy, God, Brian, no, uh, black guy, and not Eddie Murphy, almost an Eddie Murphy. Or we can use Eddie Murphy as an example. With his what stuff. was he in? Uh, <laughs> what was Eddie Murphy in? No, no, no. What was the guy? Who's the comedian you were talking about? Uh, trying to think of. Was he? What was he in? Seventies. Uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. There we go. That's what I wanted. And he said some fucked up stuff yeah. too. I mean, but that's just part of their bits. Right. And I, you know, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is that. You know, we. Sh- I don't really know what I'm getting at. Is that it's almost getting too far in this? Yeah. And that we shouldn't just. They're making jokes, and I don't think they truly mean it. But may, halfway, maybe mean it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this thought. I think that I think I'm just that trying to say it's, it's they're comedians. They're they're trying to be funny. They're trying to be funny at other and, people's cost. And and it's one of those where like, and that's and I if you don't want to watch it, turn it off. There that I I. I very, very highly doubt that Bill Burr it, hates that everyone in the crowd that they think everyone he's think everyone should go kill themselves after listening to that. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He think laughed that. and he was trying. It it's was a joke. A, yeah, it it's was a, a pure joke. If you you know, and if people are taking everything so literal, like oh, that's gosh, what I'm, he, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's don't like, take that literally. No, like, it, yeah, and I agree with you. It, I, some of it's like you listen to it and like the whole cancel culture and stuff like that, and like. Of trying to cancel people over making a joke, like are you serious? Yeah. He's a comedian. That's what he yeah. does. For he probably living. really didn't think that. He just thought in his yeah. head it would be funny. Yeah, it's and which he probably he probably with I'm I mean, I'm a Billboard fan and like yeah I got to chuckle because it's you know it's almost when we're you and I or Trevor Lance or whoever's right. around and you know we we're talking about a workout or something. It's like I kind of rather go take a toaster bath than, <laughs> than do this workout. It's I see it as on the same lines. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. Maybe, yeah, maybe, but maybe it's not for everybody. But that doesn't mean that that's not funny for someone else, right? Yeah. So, but he—I mean, he's still in business, and he's obviously not got canceled. But I don't know. It just yeah. seems like they keep trying to cancel him. I think it could be—you could almost think of it as a different way of like trying to control what people are saying. And I think that's what a lot of people uh, uh, don't like about that. Or you know, like, hey, like if you're trying to cancel him because he said that. Well, then what is the next thing you're going to cancel someone for saying? Because you find this offensive, it offends you personally, yeah. but it's funny for other all these other people mm-hmm. when it's even taken out of context and all these. And, uh, so, I mean, there's just so many things. Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get political or anything. Yeah, see, I, I didn't just, want to go down that road. But just, I, it just seems that it's like... But it was on my radar. It's a, it's a joke. He's not... It's not like he... He hates anybody in the crowd. It's not like he hates like Bob right there in the front row. Like, Bob, yeah. kill yourself. No doesn't yeah. you know i mean yes there could be a person out there but they're probably not doing stand-up telling jokes doing that right nah. you know nah. i think most people are you know are are i think i think he, most people the average person doesn't give two shits about that yeah i mean i didn't think it's two shits about it i just think that, that stuff, he but. tried making a joke it failed right and now people want to i mean you know, I probably snickered at it too. I don't, I don't know. I didn't hear the piano solo, but if it was something along, uh, something that I could relate yeah. to, yeah, I probably would have. 
chuckled at it. But yeah, I think it's he he tried doing something funny and it didn't work. That's okay. Yeah, they bomb. They even admit they bomb. Yeah. And comedians, know, I, I think people like, love to hate stuff. And, and we talked about it before of like, like there's just so much negative stuff now. Like you can't go on like. Just it's like, cool to be negative. It, it, yeah, it's like you know, I I hate the same things this guy hates, and I like you know, I don't know. Like there's such a negative stream like with, you know, when when like when was it? yeah we we talked about it like with Andy Stump. He's like you look at any news channel and how much negative stuff comes from that. It's always yeah because they can just feed the, off the people. From yeah, it's all because you know there's a part of the brain that for every reason you know. People are not going to like the story of like a guy that runs in or like an example would be like, hey, there's a news story of a guy that runs in and saves a puppy from a building, burning building. Oh, that's a great story. No, people really want to hear about how Britney Spears is, uh, you know, being locked up and, and all this. Negative. She's losing her mind. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, that's know, that's it, a more, that, but that's people want to hear the bad stuff. They want to hear about all oh, this person's life is all fucked up or this person's having this or. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, the, yeah, the negativity draws you draws in people. Yeah, and more. then I think by extension, like all the social media stuff, and that's just like it bleeds out to that. There's just so much negative stuff. You look at the news, which is like I don't because I don't want that negativity in my life. But like, like it's not like I believe don't believe in information. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying like I would not sit down and find any get any enjoyment of watching CNN, Fox, CBS, NBC because it's all negative. No, it's just toxic. Thing yeah, for your brain, like that. Yeah, it's just like it's all just negative, it's toxic negative, negative, information, negative. and yeah, it just sucks you into. All right, I will. Okay, I'm negative too now. Fuck yeah, me. It's, yeah, and if you just absorb that, you're you're gonna it, like it's like the the people people say like you're a you're a culmination or you're a combination of all the people that are you're around. Right? Have you heard that before? I've heard like you're you're the average of the five people right. or the five people you hang right. out with. The so most if you're like if you if, if if you're the average and Seven out of your nine friends are all negative. You're, You're most probably likely going to be one of those negative. negative people. That's just the way I see it. And, and, I, and I agree 100% because, you know, I probably shouldn't say this on here, but I know a person that's super negative in their life and that when it starts happening to me, I'll tell you off the air, but starts falling in on me, then I'm almost like, yeah, yeah, fuck that too, yeah. then. And it just, it's so. It's just, just the way addicting. we're wired. It's almost like venom and it just starts just. Fueling yeah. into your body, and it's just because I don't know. It's just so easy to be that way. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like you know, you've you know, I've known people that are like that, and, and like it's it's happened. You know, I've been negative at some point in my life. I, and and I it's, think it's just it's, it's just, just human. natural. It, it's yeah, human it's, nature. It's going to happen. But like you know, not everybody can be one hundred percent positive. Yeah, if you constantly have that negative stream, man, it's just hard to. Yeah, it's just I. It's just hard to be around yeah. people like that. And I get it. Some people, we all have bad days. Right. We all do. Everyone's got problems. Right. But, but what we're on the same page in that, you know, if you are constantly exposed to that, you're more likely to be negative. Yeah. But like if you're around people that are positive and uplifting or, hey, I'm going to go to this comedy club and I'm going to laugh at these jokes. Where if you go to this comedy club and like I, he better not say anything about pianos. If you already <laughs> go into it and you have this negative uh, view, you're going to it's almost yeah, like you're, you're looking for a you're fight. You're waiting. looking for something to be you're pissed off about it. it. Yeah. So well, anyway. I don't think it's worth the stress. I don't think it's – anyways, but yeah. No. Uh, well, I think we should take it home from there, man. Like don't be negative. 
Right. Be positive. Surround yourself good with good people. Good vibes only. Yeah, right, well, yeah. What's in this on a good note? Good vibes only. That's right. <laughs> yeah, good vibes only. Surround your people with like James Chilton. Uh, <laughs> oh, hang wow. out with you and talk to you Shoot. and give you scotch. And Go make me blood. <laughs> oh, shucks. And make you better than what you were yesterday or something, right? Yeah, it sounds good to me. All right. Uh, anything else you want to... Oh man, well thanks for having me over again. Bro, this is good. How, how how long? Uh, we were talking? I I, I kind of looked down at my phone at one point and I was like, eh, we've been. I got. I started having. My pick. goodness. <laughs> well, what was the? Uh, I what, think what was the saying that you know Joe doesn't like you if you're on a podcast for. for yeah, that's right. somebody called him out and said that if uh, if you because most of us average around three hours, right. but if you're there for two, he's like, he didn't like, like you. <laughs> this is a long one, man. This will be good there. Uh, I, in other words, I had a great time. I didn't look at the, the clock or anything, but we've been talking yeah. for a long time. No, awesome. let's, let's take it home. Cause, yeah, man. Um, yeah. We're good then? Anything mm-hmm. else you want to say? I, oh, I think we... We talked about a lot of stuff. That's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, we hit on the good subjects tonight. Uh, could have been a lot of scotch. Good scotch. <laughs> good times. I thought it was good. Good like vibes. It. Yeah, it was good, man. I was ready to... I kept wanting to... Let's pour me another drink. Oh, yeah, like, no, stop, oh, yeah. dude. Stop. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk the rest of the night. We'll try to break Joe Rogan's record. five hours (laughs) no um all right um i love you three thousand love you three (laughs) thousand okay bye folks At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.